The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning, everybody! Hello there. Welcome to Kevin Durantville! It's 5.45. This is the Morning Sickness, sponsored by Kevin Durant. They made it happen. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. Super Bowl. What? Who cares? Phoenix Open? That Don't care. Kevin Durant's coming to town, everybody. My phone exploded from about 10.30 to 1 in the morning. Every friend I've got, and it's already started this morning. My buddy Doug hit me at 5. Did I wake up to this? Is this real? I'm like, it is real. It is Awesome. And uh, for people who are on the fence about it, you just became a title contender again. The Suns weren't going to win a title with that roster. I know everybody loved Mikel. Everybody loved Cam Johnson. They're great guys. They seem like great guys. The chemistry of this team was fun. They seem like people you wanted to kind of hang with. They're always laughing and smiling. They can laugh and smile somewhere else. We'll be laughing and smiling with a serious playoff run. And I think that just happened. (laughs) Barring injury. That's the only thing that now they're now they're thin. And everyone getting along. Well, they'll be fine. And you know what's great about this? I I worry about that sometimes. Chris Paul's a dick. Uh, Kevin Durant is a dick. They're competitors in the Jordan uh, kind right. of mold, which is we don't have to get along. We have to win. And Kevin Durant got along with the hardest guy to get along with in basketball over the last couple of years, Kyrie Irving. They got along as best as they can. He will dictate what goes on and... I, what I love about him is he's great at basketball, and he'll say what's wrong with your team. The problem in Brooklyn was he was saying what was wrong, and everybody's like, oh, he's a baby. And he was dead right. Like, we've got a huge problem. Kyrie Irving's quote last night after the Durant trade was, I'm glad he got out of there. The place is a mess. Like, Brooklyn will it ruins reputations. The only thing Durant has going against him for fans is, He's chased titles. He's not, you know, he doesn't have that traditional, I'm going to build one here. And he goes where the titles are about to happen and becomes the guy that helps you get one. Now, this is a former MVP. This guy's been a scoring, I think he's won the scoring title four or five times. He's been an all-star every year. This is a huge Charles Barkley-sized trade for the Suns. This is a massive, we are now contenders trade. And what do you think's a bigger huge. trade, this or the Barkley trade Man, back in the day? Here's the thing about the Barkley trade that that put him over the top. That was a team that made the Western Conference Finals pretty much two or three years out of four. They couldn't beat the Lakers. They couldn't get past that next level. And it seemed like the rest of the league was doing the same thing. And then Barkley showed up. They're like, this is the superstar we need. This is the exact same problem the Suns have. They've got Devin Booker, who's an assassin. Now you've got a front court player who's who can keep up with teams like you know Dallas, Denver. Milwaukee, uh, the the teams with big guys that just look at DeAndre Ayton and go, I'm running that guy over. That Booker can't do a thing about. You know, the, the the our guards who are great can't do a thing about when you run into Giannis Antetokounmpo and he says your your center is a 
piece of paper. I'm moving him. And you saw it in the finals a couple of years ago. Aiton had a good finals until Giannis said, he's not tough enough. Take it and over. And took over the game. Kevin Durant takes over games. He almost beat Antetokounmpo that year by himself. Um, in the seven-game series against Milwaukee, he was scoring 48 a night. He, he's, he, an overtime game, he's 56 minutes. It was ridiculous. The dude is a superstar. That is the biggest name in sports. In Phoenix, the biggest name in Phoenix sports is now Kevin Durant. He's bigger than Booker. He's bigger than Paul. He's better than both of them. This is huge. 29 points a game. Are you kidding me? It's 29, 6, and 4 a night. This is ridiculous. With Booker scoring 27. Ah, I'm over the moon. This is outstanding. I would just say uh, it's exciting indeed. You seem excited. Control. Huh? The expectations. No, right no. Why? That's what fans do. That's why yeah. it's fan. You're a fanatic. This is an awesome thing. Why control anything? Have expectations. If they don't live up to them, oh, well, you'll be disappointed. But the, I have expectations. My expectations were zero. This team without him was not going to get through the second round of the playoffs, probably not the first round of the playoffs, as is. Not good enough. Period. Not a contender. Now, serious contender. I mean, very serious contender. Their record may not be able to chase and catch Denver, who's playing out of their heads with the league's MVP. Joker's is. the best player in basketball. But you can you can now have expectations. I totally disagree with con- containing any of it. You now have them. This trade did it. And on the first day, Matt Ishbia owns the team. That's amazing. This this and it's not even a make or break. This is a trade you make. Period. You, you, anybody who looks, it's got to feel like a fresh start for you in the last. Well, no. It's year, just, look, you've I had. Mean, I've had a great time. It's taken watching. forever to finally get this transition. Finally, it happened. Sure. I thought it was coming down to the last minute because I kept checking back. Did it, did it happen? Did well, it, happen? it was Sarver not having control of the team. The team's yeah. kind of in, in turmoil as far as ownership and who's going to be what and where. Ishbia's press conference yesterday was fantastic. As like an owner coming in said everything right and then some. Hard not to like the guy. And then this happens last night on his first day, whether he had anything to do with it or not. He gave the thumbs up to the general manager uh, James Jones to say, "Sure, let's do it. Hey, it's awesome. This is a this is a big deal." On paper, does this put him ahead of the, the Mavericks? It puts him ahead of the Mavericks. The Mavericks are interesting because of the Kyrie thing, so we'll see what that is. But they're even up now. The Mavericks are in the same boat as the Suns. They're kind of a underachieving, really great team. The Mavericks gave away a lot of defense to get Kyrie Irving, but you got Kyrie, which is another thirty point scorer, along with a guy who's twenty three years old and putting up thirty and ten a night. This is outstanding. What a matchup. This is outstanding. Well, what the matchup's going to be, and nobody's paying attention to, is the best team in the West, maybe in basketball, is Denver. Now, you can sit and talk about Dallas and Phoenix and all these other teams that made moves. and so The best team in the West is Denver. They're consistently good, and they've got the best player in basketball. Everybody wants to talk about LeBron and all that nonsense. And Kevin Durant's a top five, but right now, Joker's a two-time MVP, and he's going after it again. And that dude is, nobody knows about him. Nobody pays attention to the Denver Nuggets, but they're they're amazing. And they can score, and they can play defense, and they can do anything. So that's the team that the Suns had to be looking at going, we can shoot with them. We can't beat them. And another team, you're going to see them in a couple nights, Sacramento. That can, they shoot, they're 120 points a night. I mean, they're shooting the lights out. So, And they've got big dudes down low that make eight and kind of, they just kind of negate them. Now, I don't think the Suns are done. I think if, if somebody comes calling, and it wouldn't surprise me because they play Atlanta tonight, that that would be the team we deal with. You've got four guys making $30 million, and you're starting four or five. Now, Paul goes away next year, but, you know, 
Aiton's making 33. Uh, Booker's making 33. KD's going to make 51 before this contract's up in three years. He's going to be in the high 30s and 40s. And Chris Paul makes about 30. That's too much. You're starting to push that. So if somebody offers up John Collins tonight with Atlanta or you get a couple of uh, – that's going to be – that would be a huge deal because John Collins gets paid too. But, I mean, we play Atlanta. It would be a good trade partner to say on the last day, hey, we'll take a couple of your guys. you get eight and off our hands. We'll take two for one on this one. And you can trade Aiton now for less than what you were looking for before. <laughs> Problem is, Aiton's got a no-trade deal, so he can stop on anything. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Aiton goes uh, – Tonight, he has to. It would be the last day. But I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. If not, you don't have to worry about DeAndre Ayton's lack of, you know, sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. You don't have to worry about it anymore. Maybe someone like KD will kick his ass into gear, too. That would be the hope, is that yeah. KD would look at him and go, But if you get 18 you to 22 out of Ayton, with, uh, along with those If you two, could get that now. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're not getting that from him now. If you could get 18, 18 points from him a night that's now. That's right. That's what it, They wouldn't have made the trade. Point. Yeah. If, if DeAndre Ayton was 22 a night, they would have, we'd have been fine. He, he puts up meaningless points in a lot of games. He had a great night the other night against the Nets where he scored 35. And you're like, where's this every night? And De- Devin Booker, to his credit after, said, I've seen him in practice. He can do this. It just has to happen every game. So that's what, But that's why I was thinking no, this is great. it should be realistic. To get what? 18 to 22 is not asking too much, and he still doesn't average. 18 to 22 would happen if he put 100% into every night. You can watch him take nights off. The, the, oh, you're going to get me going all day on this. <laughs> the blanket that lays on top of him is the fact that this entire team was injured aside from him and Mikel Bridges, and there were nights he scored 11 points. While this whole team was hurt, while Chris Paul, Booker, everybody was hurt, DeAndre Ayton is a $33 million a year guy, number one overall pick, who didn't have the drive to say, I'm putting this on my back. He never once did he say, this is my team now. I have to take over. He doesn't have that. He's mangoes, he's weed, and he's video games. That's what the guy's about. And until they take that away from him, he's just always going to be DeAndre, the Bahamanian guy who's very chill, relaxed island guy. That's what you've got now. And after five years, we know what we've got. He's not changing. He ain't doing a thing different. It's This is what you have. And there's nights where he's just going to do the first half. He'll put up 15 points and nine rebounds. You're like, he's going to have a hell of a night. At the end of the night, he's got 18 points and 12 rebounds. I was like, you didn't show up in the second. He, had his, he, got his, he got his points. And the other team said, adjust. Double team him. He hates it. Now you don't have to worry about it. Now it's going to be tough. And I wouldn't be surprised if Aiton's numbers do go up because all the attention is yeah. going to Kevin Durant. All of it. And you've got one. This is the best. This will be on paper the best team the Suns have ever had. Even beyond saying last year was the best team on paper for record. And the year before was the best team they'd ever had going into the finals. This is without question better than the Barkley year. Kevin Durant and De- Devin Booker on the same team. you got two guys scoring 26-plus points. And this is amazing. <laughs> oh, can't tell you how great this is. I am I'm through the roof on that trade. I've been waiting for this for the longest time. Something has to give. And I'm not – they, they gave up an awful lot, giving up bridges. And, and they gave up a lot of defense for that, too. But Durant can play D. It's just awesome. I'm so excited about this. It hurts. And it's going to be more fun than ever to start heading down to the Footprint Center, knowing that there's a shot, knowing that this, this is a thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see another one tonight, something before the evening is over where Atlanta and the Suns make a trade because they're right on top of each other playing in Atlanta tonight. And, you know, got to remember, Atlanta's a team that a week ago took this Suns team 
getting healthy, no Devin Booker, and beat them by almost 50 points. They were up 48 at one point, and you're like, Atlanta's not very good. And the Suns didn't have it. Now that, that should not happen to them anymore. You've got a guy who pretty much, you might get beat badly by a couple teams, but he's not going to allow you to go down 50 without some sort of fight. I love it. I think this is awesome. So, does yeah. TJ Warren come back? Does he have anything for the bench, TJ or is he TJ kind of like Crowder? Just a he's he's a Tory Craig type. He's a he's the guy who you can rely on to pop in and out. I don't, and Tory Craig's been forced into a starting role, and he's done really well with it. He's not somebody you know. There's those guys in basketball that are just kind of the nameless gray faces yeah. that show up, play, and you're like, there's another TJ Warren type player out there on every team. Mm. He's good. Nice throw in. Nice bench. And nice maybe bench he moves. You know, you toss him in the next thing because he's not even part of the team right now. But, yeah, that was a salary thing. you yeah. got to uh, even things out with money. But you gave up four first-round picks, technically five. Uh, draft in the NBA doesn't matter, especially if you were going to be good. You're going to be at the bottom of it anyway. You're taking chances on European kids. So doesn't matter. This is awesome. So, Phoenix, you got yourself a title contender now. And as in bad time. As- Oh, it, this is this is this is as big as it's been since the Diamondbacks and Jerry Colangelo went out and started signing Schilling and Randy Johnson. Just went nuts and emptied the bank and said, "We're going for it." Bad news is the window is really little because they just got old fast and they just got uh, you know tight on money quickly. But why not go for it? That's the way the NBA works. You do it now. There's going to be dynasties out there, but they are the ones who got just everything hit. Suns missed on a couple. Didn't have that extra gear in DeAndre Ayton, which everybody expected. It's just not there. It might it might show up now. Kevin Durant might be able to put a foot in his Loosen ass. Loosen things up. And- but if Chris Paul can't get him to go, and Mark Bryant on the bench can't get him to go, this is what he is, period. This is DeAndre Ayton. You're getting the most out of him. And when he's good, he's really good. When he's bad, he's just he's another really he's another guy who can just get pushed around. <laughs> Valachunas for New Orleans outplays him. Every time the Suns play New Orleans, he'll put up numbers, but the guy he's playing against is putting up the same number. He's a zero. He's no plus minus. He's not dominant. And and it bothers me that he calls himself dominating because I've not seen it ever. (laughs) He flashes. He has flashes. Like these moments, you're like, there he is. That's the guy. And then three games later, you're like, eight points? You're seven feet tall. Well, how does that happen? Can I play every other game? (laughs) It would be great if he could. Now he can. Now DeAndre can take nights off. Not necessarily. He'd still stand on the court and play, but he doesn't. You don't rely on Aiton to do anything. Anything you get now from him is extra. It's awesome, and he might turn into Hakeem Olajuwon now because he's the, the big dude in the middle is the one getting all. It, it just become a fadeaway Freeze jump up. shooter. He'll be a guy shooting from the free throw line, and it frees him up to shoot that little mid range while you've got a presence down low. This this is a great move. Oh, I am. I'm half hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I've had a little bit of an erection since about midnight last night and been thumping around with that thing. It's just awesome. Great stuff. When does Durant come back? After the All Star break. So, another, yeah, and that's the other thing. He's got that strain in his knee. So, you won't see him for the first week back. So, Valentine's Day without him. And then I think they got two more games next week the Clippers and, and then after the All Star break, they are going to unveil 35 to the fans. And that place is going to be nuts. I can't wait. I cannot wait. This is very similar to me when my friend, an exact same thing happened in 1992, which tells you that my life hasn't advanced one step. That happened last night. My friend Brian Rendall uh, called me in 1992 and said, Sons just got Barkley. I'm like, what? Sons just got Barkley. I'm like, oh, my God. 
last night. First person texts me now. It's a new era. Son just got Durant. I'm like, this is the exact same way I found out about Barkley. You. And we ran out and got newspapers, and it was the stupidest thing ever. It was a that was huge. You lived here during that. Yeah. That was nuts. When we when they picked him up, this whole city just went, uh oh, something just changed. Kevin Durant's not the personality that Charles Barkley was, but uh, he's he's equivalent, if not more, to the NBA than Charles was at the time. He's a he's a great player. Twenty nine points a night. That's just huge, huge. Ah, uh, my season tickets are going to get renewed finally, tomorrow. Finally, the Slim Reaper. He's great. I cannot wait for this one to just hit the floor because Chris Paul and working with Kevin Durant is going to be – that's an all-star game. You're looking at an all-star game right there. Oh, I don't, I don't care if anything goes on this weekend now. I'm, uh, go to our Super Bowl comedy show. All I'm going to do at the we'll comedy thing is talk about <laughs> Kevin Durant on stage. I'm supposed to you know, host the show. <laughs> Kevin Durant's coming, you guys. I'm just going to be like screaming it constantly. And if it backfires and something stupid happens, you can't blame anybody. Nobody did anything wrong here. It's the same as when they drafted DeAndre Ayton. You can look and go, of course you did. You make this trade because you're supposed to. If anything goes goofy with it, you can't go, we should have never done that. Because everybody makes this trade. Every single person. There won't be one person out there. Made the most sense. There won't be one contracted uh, employed, not podcaster, employed broadcaster that says this was a bad idea, save for maybe Skip Bayless, who just says the opposite of what everybody's thinking because that's how he gets paid. The better part is, and my friend Chris Harris just points this out, Kevin Durant wants to be here. This was on his list back in August. Like, I want to go to Fe- I want to play there. I want to be with Booker. I want to play with that team. And so now he's happy. So This is great. Oh, this is great. This is kind of like when your friend dumps that bitch he's been dating. You've had to act like you liked her for the longest time. You just never did. And it's, oh, thank God. we can be. He can be fun again. We can have fun again. Because your team's been kind You're of... You're hearing from uh, people after the fact, you know, I really didn't like oh, her. Oh, yeah. No, nobody liked her. She was horrible. <laughs> Look, dude, you're going to be so happy now. That's the thing that, like, the sons were kind of like that. We're, we're dating the wrong girl and... Uh, we still like you. You're fun. You're a nice guy. You're, it seems to be kind of working, but we know it could be better. And then he dumps her and refocuses on – and you're like, this is great. Good for you. Tom Brady. Looking at that upgrade Tom Brady's got oh, and saying, man. man, Giselle was an anchor. All she did was bitch about your career. And you got rid of one supermodel and got a better one, and we're all happy for Tom. You, it's This is the same thing. When you see a friend get out of a cruddy marriage or relationship – just you finally see the fun side of that guy again. Sons are the fun guy again. I'm happy, and I think his fans were like, "Oh, thank God! I've been married to a troll for the last eight months. Let's change all that." We'll see. At least it's going to be like expectations. At least you're you should have them. Anybody who had them before was lying to themselves. My God, there's Tom Brady's new girlfriend. She's here too. She's in town at Super Bowl Stadium. Nope, that's Phoenix. Oh yeah, she's down there at the Renaissance next to the. Holy smokes, she's just posing in a window at the hotel board. What a life. Just being hot's got to be amazing. Somebody's in that room taking pictures of her, too. It was Tommy. TB12. Oh, it could be Tommy. TB does a nice job. He does a nice job framing. That's wicked good. I think he's good at this. Yeah, I'd quit football and just take pictures of her all day. I'm bored, Tommy. What do you want to do? Take pictures of you walking around the room. Okay. (laughs) 
That's just a hotness I'll never understand. I'm so bored. I think the world should see me being hot. Probably. Yeah, I bet you the world wants that. I bet you're right. I bet you the world is. I bet you the world will eat that up. Take pictures of me just kind of walking around. All right. The world wants to know. Yeah, they do. I think you're onto something. Me? That's why I don't do Instagram or any of that stuff. I can't imagine anyone being interested in what I'm doing at any given time during the day. Yeah, there's John standing in front of a window. Who gives a f- about that? Yeah, <laughs> just the general everyday. Uh, just, just, just having the arrogance to go, here's a photograph of me doing nothing. <laughs> like, I'm going to show the world this one. Nah, you idiot. Nobody wants to see that. But Tom Brady's, there's a hot version of life that I'll never understand. That I, I, That social media to me is a bunch of people that think people are interested in what they're doing. And it's just not interesting. Like, yeah, I'm driving down the road. Look at me. I'm doing a thing. We all do it. You're not attractive enough to care. F*** you. I'm looking for nip slips on chicks I like, not you. In fact, I think if you're self-aware enough, you'll cancel your Instagram now and just leave it to these people. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think I could be friends with anybody that would say, hey, i got to take a little break here and just film myself eating this. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> the world really likes to watch me eat things. I'm like, we can't be friends. You're not hot enough for that. If you were hotter, yeah, maybe, but... Here's me with uh, some lasagna. Mm. World. And the world just sucks it up. Good stuff. Where did you get that? Nobody asked that. Nobody wants to know where the lasagna is. That's you, Brady. You're looking at a picture of her eating lasagna. You're asking, where's the lasagna? I'm just saying, all those food influencers out there. Yeah. Well, that's because they've tapped into Fat America. Yeah. Fat America's looking at the food. You don't have to be hot to be a foodie. In fact, it works against you. You have to be hot just to be a person who says, I'm on a couch. 250,000 people take a look at that picture. It's ridiculous. I don't, I don't get being hot. I'll never will because I'm not. It doesn't work out. And I, and I don't ever think that's going to change. I don't think someday I'm going to wake up and go, you know what people need to see me doing? Leaning on something. Just that. I'm not doing anything specifically entertaining. I'm, lean, or I'm looking out a window. Nobody wants to watch me look out a window. Like, I hope he jumps out. That would be the only thing they'd think. You do that uh, plastic surgery you're talking about. Oh, yeah. There, no, there, 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 but now I'm interesting yeah. because why? I'm a ghoul. I'm still not hot, <laughs> but, you know, there's the being hot and being a ghoul are very similar. Like the ba- the former banker that's now a dragon. Yeah. The, people want to take a look at that because he's a human mental basket case. He's a He's a freak show. Freak shows and hot people. Look at this. There's Cliff Kingsbury's girlfriend just saying, you know what? Take a picture of me leaning Look at my on this. Ass, Cliff. Yeah, and here's I'm going to turn around. My butt needs to be the, like I'm just going to lean on this. Yeah, I'm going to take pictures of that. The world needs to see you doing absolutely nothing. You're doing nothing, but you have an ass like all the rest of us. And for some reason, 250 million, and all it is is just a bunch of dudes jerking off, typing the M or a, a little happy emojis or heart emojis. Mm. <laughs> and she knows it. Does my ass look great looking out this window? Yeah, it's, I'm going to take pictures of it. Look, my ass and I are looking over a balcony. Nothing is happening in that photo that's interesting other than her ass. Yeah. I don't care what city that is. I don't care what hotel she's in. She's not influencing anything other than my erection and my hand. That's it. Tom Brady and Cliff Kingsbury, luckiest guys. Yeah, they're getting paid to do nothing right yeah. now and have that. And then, oh, they have to take then pictures. starts oh, up in the fall. Yeah, they got to do Fox. some photography. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. He's decided maybe. 
He'll come oh, back. I thought he committed. Yeah, he did, but he didn't. No, he, he's uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, that's true. He's got just maybe. I, I'll commit for now. Yeah, maybe. That's photography careers looking yeah, up. He's so, Ansel I mean, Adams with that not, chick. You know. I, yeah. I've, I've awakened bold, Thomas. Let's just lean against things. People need to see that. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's amazing. I'll never understand it. Anyway. Oh, guys, you hear Kevin Durant's coming to town. It's going to be amazing. Again, I'll get the naysayers. I haven't checked my email yet. I haven't even looked. I know what's going to happen. Well, you're going to see when my Warriors beat you. Okay, it's very possible they won't win it. The fact of the matter is we just went from a team that wasn't going to for sure to a team that has a chance. It's all you're looking for. It's better team. You're saying we got a chance. That's huge. Guy wrote John talking about the trade is laughable. He's uh, you've mentioned scoring about fifty times, but no mention of what you need to win in the league and that's defense. defense. He's right. No, there's quite, no question about that. And Kevin Durant can play defense. And you know, there Chris Paul is always in the top five or six in steals. I don't know if he is this year, but he's pretty much a steals king. Devin Booker's a little light on defense. Uh, Mikel Bridges clearly the best defender on the team, but that didn't help him out because you got a big man in the middle that doesn't do anything. So you just go around your defenders. Now you got somebody with a little size and a little presence that the other team's going to have to worry about defensively. And that and Kevin can play defense. He's not going to be the best defensive player in basketball he can play. But that guy's right. That's one knock on him is will they this isn't a team that's going to, you know, hold you to 84. It's not happening. But they are going to score a lot. Yeah, but there's the fun of it. That's the fun yeah. of sport is that that guy's got an interesting debate, and we'll see if they can overcome their defeat. Every team's got something wrong with it. We'll see. That's Dallas's knock. They don't. They gave away all their defenders. We'll see. Oh, I'm excited. Basketball just got excited. It's going to be a good spring. Now, football ends this weekend, and I was looking forward to going to all these Suns games and watch this middle team kind of flounder around through the now. Now there's hope. Hope lives, Andy Dufresne. is a dangerous thing. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 98 We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Ugh. There you go. A little alliance for you. That's our theme song for uh, all of the year. And I'm getting more and more familiar with it and better and better with it every day. Brady just uh, told me that LeBron James is here because he's got nothing else to do. That guy, he's a team player, and he's having oh, a yeah. tequila tasting party at where the Henry tonight. You don't have to take a shot for sure, but... somewhere around there. But LeBron, self-proclaimed greatest, the greatest basketball player, the, the greatest. You just ask him; he'll tell you he's the greatest player to ever play. Interesting stat about him breaking the all-time scoring record. Uh, he took it from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, of course. Uh, and Kareem did it. Uh, didn't start playing when he was 18 years old, which is one knock. He did it faster. Jordan scored 32,000 in 15 years. He just stuck around that longer. Started when he was 17. Uh, and also, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar hit one three-pointer his entire career. It's amazing. That's incredible. Amazing. When you start looking at that, Mr. I'm the greatest of all time. So you'd love to hear LeBron say less. I think it would be awesome to hear him 
say a lot less Wouldn't times. we all? Yeah, we'll do really nice. Good news is, he's not going anywhere in the playoffs. That's not a team that's ready to go. They made a trade yesterday, and it was just to get rid of a problem. Thank God it wasn't him coming here, because they kept talking about oh, that, that you know, for a while. Awful. That would have been a tough cheer. Uh, also, for the Super Bowl, as everybody's talking about, you know, I've got emails like crazy. And it's good. I like to see that kind of excitement for stuff like this. Matt Ishbia has made a splash. And everybody's like, oh, it's, it's you know, sink or swim for the new owner. I'm like, I don't think so. Because this trade happened the first day he owned it. If it goes sideways, if something horrible happens, he can just fire James Jones and say, anywhere. I wasn't. Well, he's not, not that he would go anywhere anyway, but he would just basically not take the heat for this. He's, he's off the hook. If it's good, he looks like a hero. If it's bad, it's like, Jones did it. This was going on before I got here. But it, that's just it. It was yeah. going on. But you know he know, knew about oh, it. I mean, come it. on. Oh, he, yeah. he gave the thumbs up to yeah. that thing. But basically, he's not going to be the guy that takes the heat for no. it. It's a win-win for him no matter what. Uh, and also, I'm getting a lot of emails. Now, I don't know if this is true or not because things look real that aren't. Uh, I did see that they are flying. The flyover for the Super Bowl is an all-female crew celebrating 50 years of ladies being able to fly in the Navy. Uh, what I don't know if it's real or not is I've gotten a, two emails calling it, this is the Operation Earhart. And if that's true, uh, ladies, you just have never learned your lesson that Bad this lady name. is not, not somebody. They'll, they'll never be heard from again. They'll fly over and just go away forever. We need those ladies. We, there are plenty of skilled and amazing female pilots in the military. Operation Earhart's just a bad omen. If that's what they're really calling this, unless this is some uh, you know, meme that's going on, it looked pretty real. And I started laughing because I don't want to not laugh at that. I, Amelia Earhart is my funniest thing in female history. To me, propping her up is just hysterical. It's uh, maybe up until the time she just disappeared flying. She had a couple you of know, records under the book. I don't want to go to the Buddy Holly School of Flight. I don't want to go to the Amelia Earhart piloting classes. I don't want to do anything named after people who actually crashed. Uh, even Dale Earnhardt. I don't want to go to the Dale Earnhardt School of Driving because, you know, it didn't end real well. Uh, but I do like the idea of the Earhart, Operation Earhart, floating over the stadium there on Sunday. And then <laughs> they're gone. We have no idea where those four pilots went. They Off the radar. Operation Earhart was a complete success by definition. Be searching Tempe Town Lake <laughs> for them. And- <laughs> I put it in the lake and no one saw it. We lost contact with them somewhere over uh, Papago, and they're gone. All four of them are gone. What were they doing over in Tempe? They flew over the wrong stadium. They... <laughs> Don't call it that. Flying over Mullet or Bert Kreischer's down there with his shirt off going, hey, thanks. <laughs> anyway, we'll never see them again. I hope that's not true, but it did make me laugh, and that makes me a misogynist, and God damn it, I'm trying, but it, when it's this funny, I have to do it. Uh, and then Kevin Gilroy says, if I get released from the world's, world's worst comic, Kevin Gilroy, if I get released from the mental hospital in time, do you need me at the Super Bowl comedy party at CB Live? And I just text the word need. <laughs> no, you can go if you'd like. But why would I ever need Kevin Gilroy? Why would anyone need? It's a comedy show. It's the last thing I need is Kevin Gilroy. <laughs> That's like having Amelia Earhart needing to fly your plane. No, I don't. You're You're, you're going to crash and burn. I hope uh, he gets cleared first from the hospital. Well, that would be nice if he got out. But I don't think that's anything we need to worry about. <laughs> that clearance is years away. Uh, if you want to go, we're going to give tickets away later this morning, but it is going to be fun. Adam Ray has decided, you know what? 
Let's uh, juice the crowd up before the Super Bowl. He's going to do some uh, comedy and stuff. We've got a couple special guests coming out. Uh, about an hour, a little longer than that, of just a, a stand-up and goofing around on stage for people who want to come down to CB Live at Desert Ridge. And Desert Ridge is doing a great thing where you can get a drink and just wander around, an extension of premise throughout the entire mall where it's basically turned into Vegas without the games, uh, and then watch the game there at CB Live with us. So we'll do... Uh, me and Adam and Gary Cannon, I think, is coming. Um, and a uh, special guest, uh, FC. He, we won't let us use his name, but he comes in here and does the Guadalupe Square. Well, when he does it, it's called the Caliendo Squares, but he doesn't want us to talk about him coming out. FC will be out there so on the Premier Sunday. League? Yeah, the Premier yeah, League? FC is coming out, football club himself. Frank Caliendo has not uh, said, please don't use my name. And I'm like, I, I will honor that. So he may or may not show up. He's coming. And then uh, a couple other people that I can't say that might pop by who are fans of... Uh, the Chiefs, no Eagles fans really. I mean, Not on stage, we really don't want Philly comics. I don't need. I mean, the Love it Master could, could show up, and he might be here. It's Valentine's Day. The Love Master might show. Oh up. yeah, Shoemaker could come and start. Surprised talking. we didn't get a call. I'm from Philly. I'm like, oh god, here we go. Even when they landed, one of those? They, put, they put a flag out their plane that had the logo of the Phillies that just said it's a Philly thing. Like, shut up! It's the you're. The, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. We didn't need to think it was some special side back door. Entrance to football. It's a Philly thing. You're the Eagles from Philadelphia. We know it's a Philly thing, you idiots. Quit acting like that's a special moment. It's a Philly thing is akin to saying, I have herpes. It's just a herpes thing. It comes with the territory. It's a Philly thing. They're the worst. But yeah, if you want to come out there, it's going to be around 2 o'clock. We'll start goofing around on stage, playing up. You can go to CBLive.com and grab those. We'll give tickets away today. I think they're $9.80 to go to the comedy show, and then anybody can come by, hang out, and watch the, the Super Bowl with us uh, on their giant screens and all their stuff. They do a good job of lighting that up. And we're going to have Metallica tickets while we're there for both nights. And that is going to be in our football pool. We're going to have Chili Peppers tickets, U-Fest tickets. We're going to give away a ton of stuff. Uh, comedy tickets to upcoming comedians coming to town and stuff. Uh, but... It's for the, our 100-square pool, too, and that's going to benefit the Humane Society. So it's charity, it's drinking, it's comedy, it's football. What more do you want? <laughs> nudity. Damn it, we're missing nudity. But I will say, we'll work on that. a couple of years ago, the entire staff was dressed up in thongs and fishnets, and I didn't expect that. Remember when the bartenders oh, yeah. were on their yeah. hot thongs, and they, they hired a good crew. So maybe you get a little bit of that. Play your cards right, you'll find your own nudity. It's not my job to... To bring nudity to you, that's your job as a man and a woman. You need nudity? Work for it. We'll get you all the rest of the stuff. Get you all lathered up. Should be fun, though. Uh, that's going to be a treat. Uh, nothing, however, is as funny as what happened yesterday in uh, Old Town Scottsdale. I didn't know Gilbert Ortega was a real guy. He's a real guy. You know all those Gilbert Ortega turquoise, turquoise stores? Yeah, I thought it was the store where you bought Indian artifacts and turquoise. Well... Evidently, not only is he a real guy, he sure hates Indians. That's he went on a tirade yesterday on ESPN, <laughs> screaming and yelling, you effing Indians, at a group of people. When I read this, I couldn't believe it. It says, uh, Cody Blackbird, who's a Cherokee decoded of, of Cherokee Dakota descent, was one of the Native American performers hired by ESPN for a Super Bowl promo, says TMZ... Or tells TMZ, a dude named Gilbert Ortega, who we all know in the area, and if you grew up here, you couldn't help but drive by one of his shops in Scottsdale, started taunting the Indian dancers from his jewelry shop in downtown Scottsdale. Ortega was mimicking the movements and chants in a demeaning way that prompted some in the group to come over and confront him. Uh, they've got it all on film. 
And he's sitting there screaming at the Native Americans, you effing Indians. And then he started to scream MAGA. This you're in MAGA tr- country. You're in, you're in MAGA country, and you're a, he's a Trump guy. Uh, and so he, so I think it's a territorial thing because he's Native American. I, I would hope so, as yeah. much as he's. But otherwise, he's and, culturally appropriated and, uh, for fifty Blackbird, years. Uh, they're from Dakota, coming from. Um, he doesn't like that either tribe. It's a liberal, yes, yeah. doesn't like that tribe. And take your flute back to North. Dakota. Yeah. yeah, he said something He's like, like yeah. why, why aren't we representing, why would ESPN bring in these guys when, when we I'm have right native here. dancers right. right here? Maybe that's where it came from. But you from. don't scream no. out, you f- Indians. You just don't do it. And did you see at the end, though, he said uh, Gilbert then went back to the dance tribe and apologized and well, gave him flowers. Sounds like Gilbert might said, have been drunk. Who knows? That sounds like a drunken tirade to me, or a frustrated guy. Definitely not a good PR move for your no, store. No, especially when it's you. If it was employee of Gilbert Ortega, it would be like, oh, one of his employees went mad. But Gilbert Ortega losing his mind towards Indians is the... First off, this is the... I'm today years old learning that Gilbert Ortega is a real individual. It I looks, thought I thought he it was... It is. So Senior died that's yeah, in 2003, right. and this is Junior. This is like Paul Manchaca. Yeah. This is like a guy who took the name and ruined it. Because Gilbert Ortega is written on, I mean, you have to have brand awareness, right? You can't, like, I can't wander around in KUPD stuff and start screaming, you stupid Indians! At, like a Slayer concert. It's the worst look ever. We put it on. We invite them out. Of course, the Indians are gonna, of course you're going to get scalped. You deserve it. But when you're standing under a building, and on top of the building it says Gilbert Ortega, uh, Native American artifacts, jewelry... And you're Gilbert Ortega, and you're under that screaming, you dumb b- Indians. You're not selling any Coco Pellies that day. you got to lock her up. It sounded, and then like me saying he sounds drunk is even more racist. Because like, oh, man, Gilbert got drunk and started yelling at the Indians. It's like, oh, no, one Indian got mad at the other. Is this the thing? Yeah. This is the... the- Him. Oh, that's him making all the Indian noises? <laughs> looks like Vince Neal without a die job. He sings better than Oh, geez, he says... Uh, There's lots of cameras out here. Did he say get out of our country? No, maggot country. Oh, okay. Maggots is right. Maggots is right. Maggots are right. You're just a fool, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Do you even know how to use that? Be the best thing you'd ever call. He's, he's drunk. Step into the street, my friend. 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 Or are you scared? What do you say? Go back to Gallup. Gallup, New Mexico. Are you afraid? Hey, you guys. Step in the street. Well, hey, don't tell me. He told me step in the street. Oh, you're fucking little. Oh, there's some F-bombs. All right, that's all right. We didn't know. Oh, there's Gilbert Ortega losing it in the Indian. If there's one guy in Arizona I'd have thought will never fight an Indian tribe, it would have been Gilbert. He would have been the chief. Yeah, as much money as he's making off of him. Chief Joseph. I shall fight no more forever. He uh, Off of, I didn't, look, as a white person, we don't know what tribe that's from. I'll tell you right right now. We, we, We wander into that store. We have no idea the tribe that's from. And. To his credit, he has taken full advantage of our naivete towards the Native American culture by selling us rugs and dream catchers and coca Pellis. You don't know, I don't know, anybody in this room, whitey, Italian, and anything else. 
where any of those try. What what's the Cocapelli? It's the Hohokam. I don't know where that's from. I don't, I'm, I'm I I don't. Yeah, I poorly or taught. A, yeah, I don't know either. But the last thing he needs to do it helps you with your fertility though. Well, I, pff, I think. Maybe I don't know. It's, it seems <laughs> play to be that just flute a, and kids come out. Chunk of pressed copper with some turquoise in it. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> If that's true, stop selling it to all those Mexican people. They're, they're, they're overdoing it. It's working. It's working too well. But none of us know what tribe is. So the last thing Gilbert needs to do is start, you know, breaking it down to be like, no, nah, we don't like that tribe. And this. I thought it was all Native American stuff. I thought I could wander through and find pretty much uh, unity in the Native. And I know Native Americans don't like each other in oh, a lot man. of like Hopi's when, hate Navajos. It's a clash. And, yeah, they don't. There's a there's a battle. They make fun of each other a lot. But Gilbert Ortega losing his cork, and that's the first day I knew he was a real thing. And it's, it's one thing if they were there and they maybe set up and they're blocking parking spots for his business, but I'd see that thing benefiting his business sure. more than anything. Sure. And also, you take it up with the city. You don't go out and yell <laughs> yeah. at the Indians. You don't have a permit. At least say that. You don't Guys, open up strong with... Yeah, hey, yeah, and Indians are clogging up my parking lot. There's not a lot of great parking down there anyway. It's mostly foot traffic. It's and tough. You, so Gilbert knows, and he's... This, I think he wants out of the Cocapelli biz. I think he just flamed it. He wanted Dad's money. He didn't want to have to run. All, remember, one of them burned down. And remember what was next door to yeah, it? He, he owned like a block. Yeah, so, I mean, the one Gilbert house. Ortega store burned, and I'm like, oh, that's a part of Old Town Scott. That's terrible. And he's like, it's okay. We'll just move it next door to the other Gilbert Ortega store. He had like one right across the street from the other. And it, like, we've had prairie lightning hit, or yeah, I think maybe we had some yeah. prairie lightning. It's like, uh oh, it wasn't raining, but we got hit by one. Oh, I would have just blamed Whitey. Whitey yeah, burned oh, yeah. my store down. But I thought that was a peaceful, like you know, it's for tourists. It's definitely to fleece Whitey, which I'm all for. I think Indians should do it more often. That's what the casinos are, and I think uh, it's a great, it's a great thing that Native Americans have said. Look, we found a way to kind of kick you in the nuts financially a little bit we got it back and i build those beautiful and i partake i'm i, I don't know which tribe i'm i am i don't know which tribe i'm helping every time i pour money into the top dollar or the pinball any of those games I and like they don't carry they don't know they they don't know that i don't know and they're not out there educating me it's just a, i'm at the sun's games when they do their native american night and they have all 20 or something tribes that are represented i'm like i didn't know there were that many there's a lot. So that was Gilbert Ortega Jr. Yeah, that's what we were saying. His okay. dad passed away. In 2003. But you're still running there's the shop. four kids. Yeah, there's four kids. You can't be Dave Safeway. 22 shops. You can't be Dave Safeway. 22. Standing wow. under Round a sign that says Safeway and start screaming, Yeah, you f***ing Indians. You can't do it. If your name is on the building, right. shut the F up. Send an employee out. Yep. But don't be Gilbert Ortega under a sign that says Gilbert Ortega. And people are and, saying yeah. that was his sister that came out and wrangled him. Like, oh, it was? Get in here. What are you doing? Like everything, everything that social media for him is taken yeah. down. His Twitter oh, account geez. is down. He's toast. Everything's down. He's toast, I said. <laughs> That's not good. But I didn't know he was a real guy, and now it makes me laugh that all those uh, whitey artifacts that he claims, you know, where he dug up up in Sedona or something. It's the weirdest store ever, and I've your parents probably have stuff from it. Every everybody who's been here from the Midwest yeah. goes home at one point or another with a turquoise something. I think my from dad, maybe about one of those. Uh, Your dad's got a bolo. He's got a bolo tie. <laughs> yeah, Your dad the, jumped uh, on the bolo. I think he's got the cowboy uh, cactus with the the cactus is the penis. It's coming out. Oh, the, the joke ones? Do they yeah, sell the that at Ortega? I don't I think, think so. That might well, be the twenty two shops. Stuff. I think is all the shops are linked. It's under the Gilbert. So maybe Ortega the one joke shop, the penis cowboy on a cactus. Yeah. 
I bet your dad bought a bolo tie when you moved out here. He didn't buy one of those cactus. Drug him he out here. And he uh, bought a bolo tie. He's got it somewhere in that closet. Guaranteed. He tried to. Yeah, it might have been spun off already in a garage sale. <laughs> right. Right. Embrace. They're they're very lean right now. They're just in that two bedroom. There's no more. Yeah, no uh, room for bolo storage. ties. No room for. He's unloaded. You know, uh, we call it the 1868 Emporium. Yeah. Everything's, I got 30 knives last time I went there. Every time you go in, he's giving you more crap. Yeah. yeah. So but you'll get that bolo tie. See if you can strap this around where your neck should be. There's debate <laughs> in these stories as to his his ancestry. Cause he's, Gilbert? He's, oh, he was born in the early 1900s from pioneer settlers and Indian traders. Yeah, I'm not sure that that means that they were people that were trading Indians or trading with the Indians. See, and this is what his son has just done. It's made people look into this. Yep. Nobody cared about Gilbert yep. Ortega's heritage before. We just knew he sold do. the crud. When you've got Native American gallery on your store. Right. And now your son's out there screaming F and Indians. It's like, wait a second. Are they right. not? I, it's, Ortega sounds Spanish. So he's like Steve Martin and the jerk. I was born a poor black child. <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor red child. But you also have to understand that at the time... Similar to coming over to Ellis Island, uh, a lot of the natives were to, forced to change their name. Sure. Nope, your name's Bob now. Sure. Or choose between these five names. Right. I don't know how it works for Gilbert Ortega, but I just know that his son is wrecking it. It's a hundred plus year legacy of Gilbert Ortega fleecing white tourists in spring training, and now that's uh, that's in jeopardy. We got. I mean, if Papa John's had to take out the apostrophe. Gilbert Ortega certainly has to do something about his name. I mean. <laughs> Maybe it works like that restaurant nightmares up in Scottsdale, yeah. where that guy was just horrible, and people just kept going to it. That was Amy's they to Kitchen see a, or whatever yeah, it was. But, yeah, and they ended up changing the name of that. But you knew better than to change it for a while. But it's a little different because <laughs> she wasn't racist; she was just really mean. Yeah, different content. If it was Amy's uh, Native American fry bread kitchen, and she was keeping Indians out, there would have been a different thing. Yeah, you got to change names of things. The only people that get away with this kind of behavior and don't have to change their name is the Catholic Church. And that's the only the only group that's like fighting. Again, I've always said it. If McDonald's did something like this, you'd see a change. You'd see probably a Dave's Burgers. It would be a totally different place if they started to pull that crap, you know. But Gilbert Ortega, I mean, all these white people that wander through in Scottsdale. And this is the place that... Terry told us to go to get all of our Indian artifacts. Now, this is the place where the guy who hates Indians sells Indian stuff. What a bag. Now people will walk right by the old Gilbert Ortega, which us uh, natives have been doing. Not native natives, but natives to Phoenix. We don't go into the Gilbert Ortega. That's an eye roll. I've never been in one. No, that's an eye roll. Not once. It smells weird because it's that weird saddle, soap, leather, rope smell. You walk in, you're like, it's authentic. It isn't. It's just, it's just, just (laughs) turn over to Coca Coca Cola and it says made in China. Everywhere you go, that tourist shop have that odd kind of soap, leather saddle, soap smell. I don't know. I was in Alaska and I'm like, it smells like a Gilbert Ortega in here. Every story went on. I think we're getting robbed. I think we're getting fleeced. People are asking online if we can line Gilbert up, Gilbert Ortega Jr., I should say, up (laughs) with uh, our, our giant native from Alliance. Oh, yes. Have them do. Growling. Let's have Alliance play right in front of Gilbert's store. Dressed up in headdresses and all sorts of Apache gear. I don't know what Gilbert is. Is he mad at Apache? We're, we're not sure if See, he's anything. That's what I was wondering if it is. We're not and sure if he has a claim. This is where Brett and I were failed as students of Arizona public schools. 
They didn't teach us which Indians fought other Indians. They didn't. They were all the same. They were all the same. Yeah. It was Native Americans. We never got taught the Hopis hate the Navajos. You know how I learned that? Slayer show. Right, exactly. I learned that at a Slayer show. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, you guys should get along. He goes, he's Navajo. I'm like, there's a problem here? We're Hopi. And I'm like, I had no, first off, I can't tell. Second, you guys are going to fight. You knew which one was what? Of course. Look at his eyes. Like, this is like when China gets mad at Japan. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. He was like, man, he's like, look at that. He drink natty ice. I'm like, oh. Aha. Bargain basement beard. Because Navajos are up poor. Look at Burke. And I'm like, I'm in the middle of a Slayer Indian fight. I didn't even know they were mad at each other. That was like 2002. Yeah. I think I was asking him, did you guys know the Indians hate each other? No, but, you know, in this particular instance, Gilbert Ortega has to be more encompassing with all of it. Because Whitey is his target audience. Indians aren't going into Gilbert Ortega to buy stuff. Which maybe well, that's what he was saying, mad hey, about. Would you buy some of my jewelry? Then you can resell it. They don't do that. Every time you're on the I-10 and you're going through the desert and you pull over at an Indian artifact store. It said, uh, Sedona. <laughs> the OG Ortega was a descendant of uh, pioneer settlers and Indian traders. Okay. I have no that's idea. As far as they go. But, yeah, the, our school says, you and I went to Roach Junior High over there in Mason. Mm-hmm. Never once did they say, all right, here's the thing. The, uh, you got the, uh, the Odom Tosh. You got the Hopi. You got, the, I'm like, I don't know what. And you're oh, going to teach me better. I don't know. They just said Indians. That's all. Yeah. That's all they all said. Looked in the and one. then the Indians showed up. And I'm like, which ones? Um, probably all of them. It was an we Anasazi. He, uh. Chief Joseph of the Nez Perce was the only one they really kind of focused on. That wasn't even here. That was like way up north, and the dude was running. Geronimo? That was an interesting story. And then the guy that did the commercials. Iron Ice Cody is Italian. I know who really wasn't. I know. (laughs) But those are the only ones you really knew. (laughs) (laughs) Wahoo. And Tonto. I mean, that's right. To be honest, Jay Silverheels. Whitey in school. They didn't teach us anything. So it shocked me to learn that Gilbert Ortega is mad at Indians. I knew about Chief Leatherlips in Ohio. That's a real guy. Yeah. yeah. What? His really? Yeah, yeah, he's buried. They finally put him in the right burial yeah, ground. Put him in the bottom hole. Oh. And I'm going to get a bunch of emails today, and I'm telling you right now, as a white guy, it's going to confuse me more because I'm uneducated on which ones don't like the other. They all get along at the Suns games when they wear the turquoise uniforms. Everybody's standing out there. But what they really got pissed off, and here's what I knew. It's like the the, the Native Americans that sat around me at the Suns game are like, and now we're going to introduce all 20 tribes of the Arizona blah, blah, blah. And they started to say, uh, you know, Larry McDonald of the blah, blah, blah tribe. And I'm like, and then some people would, like, you'd hear a light clap. And then from the Navajo tribe, and you'd hear, yeah, people losing their minds. and like, oh. <laughs> Okay, that's a big tribe, but then then the Hopis, and I understand it like smaller tribes all go under the under the umbrella of the Navajo tribe. Don't uh, tell me that, yeah. oh, Brady. Powerful. I don't know if you're that's. Don't say that. If you don't know, don't make those kind of broad statements. That's the uh, white explaining something you might be wrong about, and they're going to crash down on you. And they should just go like what we're saying. You don't know. I don't know nothing. But ignorance is bliss in this case. But I had no idea Gilbert Ortega. Selling all that stuff was, like, specific to an Indian tribe. Thought it was all of it. Like, you go in the corner. Like, in the corner, it would be like, oh, these are Odom Tosh hoops. Because I know they're big on hoops there. They do that dance down south. That's a big competition. deal. Big hoop dance. I know they like hoops. I don't know which other ones like hoops. I do know that none of them have ever made it rain, and I stand by that. That's a silly thing that they think is happening. <laughs> time to abandon that silliness. And it's also time to get a DJ. Because every time I go to something, 
that they try to you know celebrate Native American history, it is unwatchable. No longer entertaining. Like the Herd Museum, you have to keep it authentic. But when you're doing a Suns halftime show, bring out a DJ. They need alliance out there. <laughs> mix in a little, mix in a little thunder. <laughs> I can't take the head, 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 head with no mics, and I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna run around in a circle. I don't understand this. I wasn't educated enough to know what this is. Go out there and have a dance troupe and go look what look what we can do. But Gilbert Ortega is done. You should be, at least. And then throwing the MAGA thing in there. Oof. That is uh, the ultimate news he had, he had trigger. a bad day, John. <laughs> and in the, you're not allowed those anymore like I that. Know. You can't have bad days where you shout racial stuff out your window. That's just not it's easy. You can have it in your house like, like a lot of our employees do where you shut the doors and you just start screaming all sorts of terrible words. Internally, you can do it. But the second you open a door or a window and go out and start looking at the people you're mad at and then say the racial stuff, you're out. Uh, it sounded like it was uh, going back and forth, too, a little mm, bit. It sounded it like feel, somebody was minding like, their own business, and another guy came out and started to instigate it. And then they were like, enough of you. Yeah. Like, they stood up for themselves. Yeah, I, and the, like, the, challenged them to a street fight. I hate to call it this, but the street Indians were seemingly respectful until they didn't have to be anymore. And then they told Gilbert Ortega, you want to keep this up? Step out. Let's go. Because he knew better than, and I got to give it to that uh, guy. He was probably dressed pretty crazy. And not for fighting while they filmed that thing out in front of us. Uh, this guy this guy called it out, and I thought I caught it, but I wasn't sure. Uh, did Brady say the Indians went through Ellis Island? No, no, no. Brady was making no. the comparison. <laughs> of having the name change. Well, now, maybe a few Indians went through Ellis Island, but not Native Americans. I'm guessing that they the didn't ones take for the long trip into the U.S. of A. Other. I hear a lot of good yes, things guys. about the new world. We're in it, idiot. I'm going to sail to it. Oh, this guy. Yeah, they didn't need to go to Ellis Island. They were <laughs> kind of they grandfathered, were, they kind of grandfathered <laughs> through it. It was a lot like Ellis Island where, you know, they floated over here from wherever Indiana is. And then uh, they were given fake names. No, Brady didn't say that. He was saying that back in the day, the records weren't very good. And they just assigned names to people. Couldn't understand the names. Right, so, so they're, they're like, like, you're a Here's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't Ellis Island, although that would have been hilarious. Like, there's one guy in a headdress going, finally, America. It's like, wait a minute. Wait, where did you come from? I don't know. <laughs> as dumb as Columbus was, that's Columbus's problem. He didn't know where he was either, and he showed up. He thought he was somewhere else. And we give him all the credit in the world. So there had to be one stupid Indian that climbed on a boat to go to America, and they just took him in a circle and took his, took his money and left. Uh, 400 wampum will get you to America. I hear good things. <laughs> You're going to love it. The original coyotes? <laughs> Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah they, them they stuffed them in the back of a boat. <laughs> this will be wonderful. How long is boat ride? Um, three sunrises. Uh, John Navajo here. One of my best friends is Hopi. It's just a few that have beef with each other. Majority okay. are cool with each other. Yeah, I, I assume, probably the old school that's, people. That's probably know. true with you know most everything. You know, but as far as politics goes, mm. uh, this guy says, "Dear Stephen Holmberg from a Navajo." Yeah, tribes all hate on each other. Hopis and Navajos do get along, but they pick on each other. At least that's been my experience. Uh, but I do know that Navajo and Apaches hate each other. They say it's because Navajos take the Apache women. <laughs> he's a Navajo, oh, so of okay. course that's what he's saying. <laughs> but what do I know? I pretty much grew up in Mesa. Yeah, and that's where you have to kind of just accept your your facts. You didn't, 
you probably weren't in, doing a whole lot of the Native Americans. Kind of like Gilbert yeah. Ortega Jr. growing up right. on TV. Yeah, Gilbert Ortega Jr. wasn't really yeah. in the mix of a lot of the uh, sweat lodges and, you know. It's like everything. You assume, but just because uh, there's one or two battles between two doesn't mean they all hate each other. Yeah. Like I any assume, group of people, right. there's going to be someone, oh, I don't like sure. this guy. Well, politically, they're divided for a reason. You know, they, 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 they want their own. They don't want to mix. The Navajos have their land and the Hopis have their land for a reason. Yeah. Like, otherwise, they'd be like, hey, we'll all just live together. This seems great. We'll build a thrive. Well, that's what yeah. we were trying to the well, U.S. back in the day. We were like, trying. Here you go. No. We, we were, were making... just basically imprisoning them yeah. in spots. And then they said, well, we would like to be in our own culture and let them do their thing. We didn't try. <laughs> we, we tried to make them go away. That was bigger. We weren't, like, being accommodating. Going, yeah, this and that's not going to work. Well, nice let's hotel. put them all in one place. Yeah. We didn't care what tribe was what. We knew which ones were badass, and we knew which ones we could run over. And that's all Whitey did. And again, I'm today years old when I found out that Gilbert Ortega wasn't some, you know, white guy that was fleecing tourists, which is what I thought it was for a long time. I thought for sure Gilbert Ortega, because that's what it is. And I think we all kind of, who everybody who lives here kind of accept the idea that, oh, that's the place where people from Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Michigan go to get a real taste of the Old West. That's what makes me laugh about there. Old Town Scottsdale. Then they go to Rustler's Roost and have oh. Rattlesnake and all that yeah. kind of if stuff. You, if you've, and, yeah. you probably haven't done it, and I bet you haven't either, but if you do one of the Scottsdale tours, like they'll have it. I was, I was walking by. We were almost going to AZ-88. This is a while ago. And it was on a Saturday. And AZ-88 is the gayest place in the world. Nothing to do with Native American anything. But you're walking through a lot of stuff that has the look of Native American buildings, architecture, and things. And Old West stuff. The West, you know, Scottsdale's the Old West Scottsdale. And I'm walking, and there's a guy on a Segway, and he's got this tour group of people. And he goes by this, and he goes, this is an actual hitching post. This, and then he started bringing Wyatt Earp and all sorts of crazy. And I'm like, this dude is just flat lying to you that he knows Wyatt Earp's horse was ever tied to that pole. In and out at AC And by the way, it looks pretty new, and it's got a no parking after 5 p.m. sign tattooed to it. I don't think it's historic. It says, don't touch fresh paint. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Wyatt Earp would be pissed if you touched this, you know, expectant mother parking sign on the hitching post. But he was lying to him, and they're walking. Ah, it's just like being in the Old West. Where's the Lone Ranger? <laughs> and then they giggle and wander by, and they point at, you know, a Mexican restaurant and say, you know, this is where Mexicans started. I don't know. They, they, start, they just lie to them. 1870. Yeah. For Taco Bell started. Right. Yeah. This is the first ever Taco Bell started by Mr. Taco and Miss Bell. <laughs> they lie completely, and the tourists just suck it up. And then they end at Gilbert Ortega's where they're just just chunking out some of that ugly turquoise jewelry and those Coca Pellis. Those, those Cocapellis, to me, and I don't know if I'm stepping on Indian toes here, are a great joke that you've pulled on white women. Because it's a dude who looks like he's trying to blow himself. And and there isn't a house in Ohio that hasn't visited here that doesn't have that on a shelf for a couple of years after their visit. They have a, a dude all hunched up, looks like he's trying to blow himself. I laughed at it the first time I saw it. I'm like, what, what's that guy doing? And then they're like, oh, no, that's a very, it's a traditional thing. All right. Yeah, so white women think they're buying an Indian artifact. It's like my friend who had the Chinese tattoo on his stomach and later learned that the dude just did the Coca-Cola logo and told him it was like some Chinese uh, saying. Usually the Coca-Cola is a little more affordable than the Kachina dolls. They yeah. can get expensive. And but Kachina dolls are very popular. weird. To see in some white person's house, like, what are you doing? Yeah. 
But and when people first in Arizona, oh, when people first move here, they want those beams on their ceilings and the tile floor, and they go out and buy that southwestern rug and hang it on the wall. And, and I I find it hysterical. You go to Sedona, that rug shop. That dude's getting twenty five, thirty grand a rug. I make these myself. Like, yeah, of course, that's what all rug makers do. You have a rug shop. Turn the tag over. It says made in Malaysia yeah, or something like that. $35,000. It's authentic horsehair from my horse that Wyatt Earp. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, Wyatt Earp didn't ride your horse. Shut up. He did too. Shut up. But Gilbert Ortega has to change. That store's got to change names. And that is a, uh, that's a big deal. I don't think it survives. But maybe. Oh, Tara Kaylee just came up with something brilliant. She goes, maybe, John. Gilbert Ortega Jr. is listening to us, and her uh, his rant is contributing to keeping Philadelphians like, out. Now we've changed the it game. Was, it was a crossover. Perhaps Gilbert Ortega is doing exactly what I've asked, which is acting like a dick, screaming and yelling at tourists, so they think that we're racist crazies, and they move out. I have been asking for Carrie Lake to go nuts up and down Scottsdale Road for one night. That would be with her gun, talking about Chinese balloons and... <laughs> Indians take him over. Like, I just want Carrie Lake with a bullhorn to scream at Native Americans while they dance to go back to their own country. <laughs> go home! What? Good point, Tara. Maybe he's taken my advice to extremes and started to try to get everybody to go home. And we don't want those people, from, the Dakota Indians, they're going to get a taste of this weather. Why is our tribe living up there? Good point. Maybe Gilbert is a hero and we don't even know it sacrificing his family's entire fortune just to keep the Philadelphians from staying. I think it's brilliant. All right, Terry, you might be on to something. Gilbert might be doing our work. Uh, what was this one? It says, uh, John, it sounds like uh, the hatred of the tribes we can compare to the NFL. You hate Baltimore. I hate Dallas. We all love football. They all love Slayer and the Suns. Let's go, Philly. Go, Birds, David. That's true. That's a very good point. It's very tribal, which yeah. is sports are tribal as well. Now I'm going to get explanations of what a Cocapelli is. Oh, no. Here it is. This guy says, isn't the actual Cocapelli story about him cuckolding the dude and getting a lady pregnant? Toledo should know about this. <laughs> that's the Cocapelli. I think that's a different, uh, that's a different one. Different thing. Leave Toledo Ortega a lot of this. Yeah. <laughs> Just Gilbert Ortega's done. And now it's going to be Shaquille O'Neal doing commercials for Gilbert Ortega, and they'll just change, they'll put an apostrophe in it like they did Papa John's when he said bad words. Eliminating apostrophes is the safest way to get rid of racism. That's the key to it. But I didn't know he was a real guy. So Gilbert Ortega, you are today's horrible heel of the week. But I don't think that'll last all year. But that's no. a pretty good Making us look bad. Sorry about that, Indians who Gilbert Ortega hates. Welcome to our land. Now, go home Monday like everybody else. We don't want you to stay. We're all full. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, uh, Bert? Of course, the Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Stay away from all the craziness that's going on downtown in Glendale. Hit the trails. And uh, Action Ride Shop's the one to, to hook you guys up. You want to buy a new bike? You want to rent a bike? You need the accessories? You need the experience. They're the ones that are going to help you out. ActionRideShop.com or just go in and see Josh and the boys. They'll talk you through everything you need to know. Action Ride Shop right there yep. in Gilbert Road and Southern. You know what's another good idea is uh, I have a friend who's uh, got people in town downtown. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're, they were asking to rent bikes. 
because they don't want to yeah. drive anywhere. I'm like, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah. So see if you can hit Action Ride Shop out and get a couple of those e-cruisers yeah. and go up to Scottsdale. Just towed it up there. Want to be lazy, just do the e-bikes. If yeah. you well, do regular, it's not just lazy. Pedal. That's yeah. smart. <laughs> don't. I'm an e-bike supporter. <laughs> But you get, you get up and down Scottsdale Road and oh, you yeah. see Gilbert Ortega's uh, racist rants no, every day be, at 3, 6, and 9. You yeah. drenched in sweat when you're rolling <laughs> to that bar for that. Today at 12, 3, 6, and 9, I go crazy on other engines. <laughs> it's time for Gilbert Ortega to come out of his hole. Hey, guys, what's going on out here? Stephen A. Smith is nearby. ESPN's filming a promo. Gilbert Ortega losing his mind telling us Indians <laughs> to suck his thing. <laughs> ah, human absurdities. It's my favorite. On the list, ACDC money talks for uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, yes. POD, here comes the boom for yes. the Suns. Pantera rise for the Suns. Yes. Destroy everything from hate breed for the Suns. Yes. And then we go down, you know, you got your Faith No Morris clutch, Audio Slaves, and Anthrax Indians for Gilbert Ortega. Uh, we might have to do that one. Uh, Civil War from GNR for Gilbert. Oh, uh, Ugly Kid Joe, I hate everything about you for Gilbert. So <laughs> That's from the perspective <laughs> of uh, the former Gilbert Ortega. What are they going to change Junior. the name of that store to? And it'd probably be something uh, like Chief Little Hawk. They'll even make it more offensive. Or just have this voice. He's been out of work for a year. <laughs> we put his picture up there. Go, Wahoo's Indian artifacts. Uh, <laughs> you think people from Ohio won't <laughs> run into oh, that store in spring training? They'll have a pop-up at the, at the spring training out there. In They'll need a place to store Coca Pellis at the R&R when people are like, I just went to Gilbert Arch. I can't carry this thing around anymore. That's all right. We've got Coca Pellis storage while you enjoy some beverages and food here. That raw sushi. Every place has to have a little spot with your name on it for your Coca Pelli purchase. If Wahoos, if Gil- <laughs> formerly Gilbert Ortegas turns into Wahoos Indian artifacts, I will. I'll start shopping there. I'll change the whole motif of my home into Wahoo artifacts. Nakahomas. These are the artifacts of the Hopi people. These are the artifacts of the Orem Tash people. These are the artifacts of the Cleveland Indians. I am Chief one. <laughs> Remember the Redskins? We have actual John Riggins helmets. Wahoo, this seems a bit shallow. Charlie, aye, 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 buy or go. Charlie Wild thing, uh, Sheen jerseys and <laughs> statues of Joe Boo. You know, a great Saturday, Indian. Saturday, meet the hogs. Celebrate great Indian uh, Ricky Vaughn. He come to. <laughs> I've watched that for hours. The whole section of the and the saddest part would be the whole section of Gilbert Ortega uh, would be empty except the Indian side. Oh, yeah. People just forking over money for Ricky Vaughn. These are actual glasses worn by Ricky Vaughn during Major League Two. <laughs> Willie Mays Hayes gloves. Great Indian Willie Mays Hayes. We can't stop at the old hats back, the logo. He's making me miss Gilbert Ortega. <laughs> Chief Wahoo is an asshole. A profiteer. And don't get mad, I'm profiteering. The prophets will rise high like eagle. <laughs> Gilbert Ortega's a dick. Who knew? This guy's been rocking your grandparents for the last 80 years. And who knew? He's self-loathing. And he's out there dressed up like Guy Fieri bought his outfit. He looks like a kind of a douche. Turns out he is. Going out and apologizing after with flowers was brave. I don't mean like brave like that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry about that. I had a little too much to drink. The other guys are, we can relate. 
Don't worry about it. <laughs> we got you. I want to go down there now. I haven't wanted to go to Gilbert Ortega for a long time, so it's actually working out for him. Lunchtime. Let's go over there and have some. We'll go watch Stephen A. Smith and Mad Dog yell at each other and then have some lunch at the R&R. Grab a Coca Pelle. A Coca Pelle with a little thought bubble that says, God, I hate Indians. <laughs> Signed Gilbert Ortega. Uh, yeah, let's do uh, Toledo's loaded up Slayer, so we might as well do that for okay. the natives that were. He just did spill the blood. Uh, Slayer is going to make them all happy. Now that unites all tribes, as far as I've seen. When Slayer plays, yeah. there are no differences. The Navajos, the Apaches, uh, the Hopis, they all one get along. One nation, one pit. That seems like, yeah, that's exactly right. If, if only the world were just a Slayer pit, all the Indians would be happy. And Gilbert Ortega would be right in the middle of it. Elbows up. Uh, it's Slayer. It's out of control now. Bitches. Craig Gass is our guest this week for uh, Super Bowl week. And you'll appreciate this one. I don't know if you were listening to us talk about uh, the Native American guy fighting the other Native American guy. I caught half of it. Gilbert Ortega. Over there. You, yeah, Gilbert Ortega. Well, we don't have to say that. Hey, there's, there's no more senior. He's the only Gilbert Ortega left. I don't know that his dad wasn't this way. He raised him. Clearly angry. He's He sells Indian artifacts, and he was uh, uh, he's known around here. Like This is the guy you buy Indian artifacts from, and it's all over Old Town Scott. So, well, he's screaming at Indians. Yeah, and Indians, this is MAGA country. Go back to your own place. Yesterday, oh, no. ESPN's filming a thing in front of his store. That said, we're kind of making fun of the idea that Gilbert Ortega did this. Uh, J. Todd Himes, one of our funnier listeners, emails over. He goes, Holmberg, here's the idea for you this week. Gilbert Gottfried Ortega, <laughs> the, the Native American racist. Wow. As long as the sun rises in the east, you Indians will get off my parking lot. I'm selling Coca Pelli. <laughs> Profit margins will rise high like Eagle. Get your red ass out of my store, drunk. Wow. <laughs> Just bangs on every. Gilbert. Every- Godfried Ortega is my favorite news. My favorite thing about seeing Gilbert (laughs) is how often his crowds had no idea what he was going to do. Uh, They expected the parrot from Aladdin to show up. I saw him do a show at Caroline's and Broadway. He walks out of it, oh my God, it's him. And he goes, he opened up with, so (laughs) I was in Africa the other day. You know it's all blacks down there now. <laughs> and the crowd was oh, dead silent. The parrot's horrible. <laughs> dead silent. So I just throw fry bread out and chase them away like pigeons. Gilbert, no! <laughs> Gilbert had one of the most brilliant jokes I had ever heard about, and I and this is a true story. I believe it was Hitler's grandson was arrested. For possession of child porn. And Gilbert said, Imagine being the Hitler that nobody in the family wants to talk about. (laughs) You're the new bad Hitler. (laughs) Also, for all you people here for the Super Bowl, I'll be scalping tickets and Redmond right out in the parking lot at Gilbert Gottfried Ortega's Indian Artifact Shop. How do I get away with these prices? (laughs) <laughs> Send them home. <laughs> I love that. Speak English. What is wrong with you? Get on a boat and go back to where you came from. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Welcome. 
<laughs> Gilbert Gottfried, Ortega, whatever. Over here we have some old remnants from a long-lost tribe, the Cleveland Indians. There's a Ricky Vaughn jersey. There's all sorts of good stuff. They're taking our jobs. <laughs> Stop it. Check out over here. I have a permit. You can uh, lose yourself in our fire water section. I know you'll love it. <laughs> oh, stop it. Yes. Yes. Anyway, Gilbert Gottfried Ortega might be a thing that sticks around for a while. Good job, J. Todd Himes. Somebody came up with the idea that I loved this, and I haven't worked on it yet, but uh, the... Uh, since Ozzy Osbourne is retiring, did you see his thing? And he said, oh, I can't do it anymore, man. And you're like, okay, Ozzy, you can retire. We're okay with that as fans. Then at the end of the thing, it said, my team's working on a way that we can do tours without me actually traveling. <laughs> and somebody said, it would be like a Muppet show. And then another guy said, Fozzy Osbourne. <laughs> and I'm like, in my mind, that's a thing. I just can't do it yet. <laughs> It's got to it's got to develop into an actual thing. Anyway. My buddy Jason actually pointed out when Ozzy said about his retirement and said, "But we're, we're trying to figure out a way, you know." That it it was probably after a conversation with Sharon where she said, uh, "Oh, did did you want to die alone?" <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. You're still going out of the town, Ozzy. You know that, right? Well, Sharon, I can't walk. Okay. I've just crapped my pants as well. It's not going to be a good show. Oh, well then, off I go. Don't go, Sharon. They just play the music, and he's just—it's yeah. a picture of him live Sharon. streaming. Go, he's just go, sitting in there Sharon. in his diapers in his house. Yeah. The only thing—the only thing I've got for uh, Fozzie Osborne is Sharon. Waka waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all. That's, that's they can put that in the crazy train. Oh yeah. All aboard! Waka waka waka. <laughs> It's in Mama, development. I'm coming home. Walker, walker, walker. That's all it is. Okay, so that's what we've got. You know, all I have to do is tell a little joke. Walker, walker, walker. I'm Iron Man. Yeah. Walker, walker. Everyone listening. It doesn't make any sense. That's all we got. So you've got nothing. You've got nothing. <laughs> You're in development, and it's not going well. Anyway, all right, let's get right to the uh, Brady Report. Craig Gass is here. Super Bowl sneaker. He's getting into everything. He's even bringing his conjured imaginary friend, Jason Long, with him. <laughs> Great shows last night in Gilbert, by yeah. the way. All right. There you go. Tonight. Uh, don't say so yourself, LeBron. Jeez. It was, uh, tonight <laughs> the is, best. Tonight's the night, though. We're right next to the stadium over in Glendale. It's still right. crazy. And uh, a bunch of NFL buddies coming out. Full cool. players. Um, always sold out yet? Uh, Pretty close. Early show is sold out. Uh, late show has tickets left. And, man, I can't wait to do tonight's show. I mean, this is – everyone, all the players and stuff are staying out yeah, by the stadium. So I love having everybody to come out. But Getgas.com. Uh, get, getgas.com. Getgas with two S's.com. For every ticket, go see Craig. And I'm about to uh, get you some content on the other end of this with the Eagles and the Chiefs and the fans. Huh? We're going to talk about all the Super Bowl stuff. I got a video for you. Oh, you do? Yeah. You uh-huh. have actual stuff this week? Yeah. It's been mm-hmm. all just kind it's of... It's in the can. All oh, right. It's... Look, Craig showed showed up with something. Yeah. Slow build. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. getting paid for this yet? He's this, new. This he has an invoice for oh, you. for crying out loud. <laughs> really like a conversation your dad... Okay, yeah. Dad. Okay. What? what a lazy brave you are. Who does all this work and doesn't have a profit? 
The illegals are yeah. taking our job. It's no wonder you can't keep a squad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Let's get right to the Brady Report. It's brought to you by Hooters. Uh, Thursday, uh, you know, it's uh, you want more Hooters girls. It says it right there. Want more Hooters girls? Sure. Yes. Never uh, enough. Yeah. Bikini bike sure. wash. Food. Drink specials. Yes. Uh, they're having a uh, car and bike show this okay. Saturday at Hooters. It's Crisis 22 is the beneficiary. Uh, for the uh, the veterans who go through yes. all that stuff. And the bike show, uh, car wash, all that stuff they got going on Saturday at the Hooters of Mesa. And those Hooters girls will be out there in that 80-degree weather, I imagine, uh, looking fairly decent while they scrub up your bike and listen to your terrible pickup lines. It's going to be great, and it's only at Hooters on Saturday if you want to go out there and do that. Uh, Brady reported. Good Thursday morning, Chief Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Pizza Day. It seems like it's every couple weeks. Yes. Brady, I, gotta say I think it. you just say it in hopes that you I'm get a free one. I'm going to go through one. the archive. I know this is like the about the fourth time in the last year. And you never like I it. think this is the legit national piece. I think so. Because it's also I Joe so. Pesci's birthday. Oh. oh. There you go. Well, well, that could be it. Brett, be the if anybody, let's defer off. to Brett. Brett. Yeah, this is like your Columbus Day. There should be a parade. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I should have took the day off. Yeah, I don't know. that would have been smart. Is it Pizza Day? Do you know? I, I don't know. It should it, be something. It's been you... Pizza Day every every That's other true. week. He does mention it a lot. This personal trainer in the UK named Ryan Mercer just finished a thirty day pizza diet. Ate it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day for a month. Managed to lose seven and a half pounds. Wow, Brady. Brady, you tell him, big boy. Fat guy propaganda news with Ralphie Mayne. Personal trainer is the key there. Tell you right now. This is the only time he's done the Oh, no, he does this all the time. Every time he sees a story where if you eat horribly and lose weight, he tells us about it. (laughs) And then on November 12th, there's National Pizza Day with everything except Anchovies Day. Okay. Like, that's literally a day. Brady's right right now, days of the week. (laughs) We hear right. Gilbert Gottfried Ortegas <laughs> recognize how Papa John's got themselves in trouble, and we realize the best way to get out is to hire Shaquille O'Neal. So we'll be selling Shaquapellis at Gilbert Gottfried Ortega. Giant Shaquille O'Neal's turquoise looks like they're trying to blow themselves. We want you to come down. Save some wampum. Don't go anywhere else. Come to Gilbert Gottfried Ortegas. That's right. Shuckapillers! Oh, in uh, other news, um, <laughs> it seems that uh, men who spend more time away from their wife and kid uh, tend to lose about 10 pounds a month. Well, that's that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Walk away. Yeah, people who leave their families leave. Uh, Correct. Wow. wow. Uh, that's losing. interesting. What an interesting fact. My dad fact. was on a yeah. diet plan. Yeah, your dad is a waif. Yeah, this, uh, this, I think this came out of London or something. But yeah, people who spend time away from South this, London. Huh, who knew? Uh, wife and kids, yeah, they um, tend to eat better and. Uh, High calories, the wife and um, kids. More stress free, apparently. <laughs> uh, their heart gets healthier. A couple of baseless fun facts. In Victorian times, <laughs> treadmills were used as a prison punishment to prevent idleness. Hmm. Some British convicts in the 1800s were forced to. Trudge on the treadmills for hours a day. Wow. They lose about 60 calories. That's more fat guy propaganda right there. (laughs) Alex Jones and Ralphie Man, the fat guy propaganda. That's right. Alex Jones. (laughs) Alex Jones here talking to you live. Don't believe the propaganda. Government's lying to you. Lizard people are everywhere. (laughs) Snickers candy bars are named after a dead horse. Oh. Franklin Mars. 
had a horse named Snickers, died in 1930, just before they released the candy bar. It's a you tree. believe that, fruitcake? <laughs> Did you see that big balloon, that Brady-shaped balloon floating over Montana? We had to shoot it down! Government's lying to you. Did you see the meme on uh, the internet of the Mexican spy balloons? There's just gigantic <laughs> pinatas. Like series of three of them. Hilarious. The original plan Not for the movie that. The Crow mm-hmm. was a musical starring Ma- Michael Jackson. <laughs> what? Shut up. That's just made up. Baseless fun fact. How did that why script is there a, so drastically change? Why is there a three-minute opening of a kid's bumble? <laughs> What? I don't like this. Oh, well, that's poor phrasing. Oh, yeah, it is. Let's not call Man. it the opening of the bundle. There's a three-minute open that features a child's Thank bee-hole. you. Wow. Now opening that of a sense. child's yeah. bungle. We're workshopping it. <laughs> no, it's, we're not. It's in development. No, no, no. That one's not in development. <laughs> that's not Fozzie that. Osborne. On that you. one's, yeah, that's, that's, that's uh, been shelved, Craig. <laughs> Right under the bus. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're oh, You're not going to be here tomorrow. We can throw you under. The bus. I don't know what that was about. I'm not going down on your sword. Send your hate mail to <laughs> Stir Crazy Company Club. Right. I have an idea for a movie where I actually open a bunghole for three solid minutes. Whoa. Then what? I don't know. It's in development. <laughs> what do you think? Get Finish out of my it. office, you pervert. Four years ago, the grocery store chain Giant started adding robot helpers to all its locations, and and they're mostly in eastern Pennsylvania. The robots are all named Marty. They're about six foot four, full of muscles. Um, They have have big googly eyes, and they wheel around (laughs) scanning inventory and looking for spills. The googly eyes kind of make them look like they're enjoying their time there, trolling around. Oh, they have those, like, eyes that kids... Put on, you know, old trapper keepers that yes, spun around. Yeah. Marty at a store in Allentown, Pennsylvania, made a run for it. Don't. The doors opened up, and the robot went out into the parking lot. We just wandered off. Went rogue. Yeah, so they, they were able to, he doesn't travel that So it's not like a Roomba where they've got, like, designated borders. You would think yeah, evidently would. the yeah. borders weren't there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a map. That yeah. is Pennsylvania. <laughs> it is, that's true. And Eastern Pennsylvania, so he's from Philly. He's close to Philly. He's just looking for a glass of water. This will be interesting because uh, self-driving cars are more and more happening, and they're actually getting to the point where they want to make the whole, eventually, all the highways and the roads That's a filled that was a with self-driving cars. Really? Michael Jackson, that was verbal four-wheel drive. That's like that old Ikea ad. Whoa. <laughs> Can you start that over? Because I was struggling. Where I'm going with this is uh, researchers at North Carolina State University are suggesting that adding a fourth color to a traffic light, which would be a white light, um, the color doesn't matter. The idea is that more and more automated cars on the streets, they'd be able to communicate with each other and the traffic lights to coordinate the optimum efficient uh, traffic flow. So it doesn't matter for we're not worried about the traffic light colors because it's automated car. And they all communicate through the right. light. Well, that's eventually what automated cars will yeah. do. We won't so need why traffic. Why do they light. need the fourth color if they can communicate through the lights right now? For us, for us gas-powered people, mm. we'd still need our it's three, still, and then the white one the, would yeah. organize the light for everybody else to not bang into each other. Why not put an opening <laughs> of a child's bunghole on top? <laughs> it was an ancient Indian tradition to open the bunghole. A kid. 
kid's bunghole <laughs> of a native uh, enemy. Who says that? <laughs> Who talks about kid's bunghole? Well, I do, and it's called the crow. Yep. <laughs> it's we're working on it. <laughs> Craig, have you ever partied with a Borg? A Borg? A Borg, B-O-R-G. Is that Cyborg? It's a TikTok trend. Oh. A Borg is, uh, or they call it a blackout. It stands for blackout rage gallons. You take a gallon of water, hmm. pour it out, you put uh, vodka in it, and then uh, Mio, the flavored oh, yeah, water, flavored water to color it. Okay. And you walk around with your Borg and you party. You drink your own Borg. Oh. Gallon of vodka. <laughs> they don't recommend you put a whole That's handle I was in there. I going to say. Man. But uh, I guess more and more people are doing it. The, the popular choice is Mio using the coloring of the water. All right. That's just dangerous. Yeah, you should have some responsibility. Yeah. And then people, <laughs> and then you have to write a Sharpie with a Sharpie the name of your Borg that you're Around. Right. Some of the ones are chairman of the Borg, right. Borgingham Palace. Brady likes nicknames. I like big Borgs, and I cannot lie. <laughs> I'm not making this up. All right, give uh, him a hard time about that, Dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids bungholes. I don't know what well, you're coming into town. Kids bungholes are kind of the pinnacle. Kids bungholes are things. hilarious. And well, we, we sure. expect that kind of punnery. I'm trying to defend him. the undefendable. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, kids yeah, bungholes. Could can I speak for just a minute without being interrupted? <laughs> Let me defend the bunghole thought. Not acknowledging no. that it would just miss yeah. by a mile. By the way, Todd M. Morrow uh, has emailed uh, more treatment for Fozzie Osborne, where he's actually complaining to Sharon about his current condition. Sharon, you don't understand. It's very difficult for me to get around. I can't walk a walk a walk anymore. <laughs> Todd, I had to deliver your line after Brady's terrible dad jokes to get yes. us back. Good stuff. <laughs> walk a walk. That's all we've got. Fozzie Osborne. There's a new pill to treat constipation. I like big kids. Doesn't bundles. contain any drugs. <laughs> I cannot lie. Say it again. Shut up. <laughs> this pill doesn't contain any drugs. It just vibrates. Oh. <laughs> the brand name is Vibrant. The FDA approved the pills in August, and they're available as a prescription this week. You Where take you one pill them? each night vibrates your before you go to bed, oh. and the vibration stimulates nerve cells in your gut. It helps you go. Oh, it kind of rattles you to poo. You have to activate each pill before you swallow it. I was going to say, do you retrieve the pill for another use? Second usage. Then it vibrates if, for about two hours. You are the cheapest yeah. man alive. <laughs> I got to get that thing Sorry out. for that one listener. I don't yeah. want to go cheap on that. <laughs> All right, yeah, again, I don't but... still. <laughs> I got to dig that out of my feces. That worked. <laughs> it's uh, It currently costs 69 bucks a month, and they aren't covered. By insurance yet. The the vibrating poo pills. Yeah. yeah. You know what else works is that citrate stuff that I guzzle when I have. Yeah, which you, you said the wrong every one. Every time it's I always, one of them clogs in, one of them opens you up. Right, but I know, exactly. I know by the look of the bottle. Okay. It's, it's, well, it's it got a color? No. 
Oh. I just know where it is. Oh, okay. It's a three. It's a three-hour waiting game, and then <laughs> look out, it's over. Three hour. I thought you said it was quicker than that. Elvis would still be, be alive. Elvis would still be alive if he knew about this. <laughs> it would have unclogged you. Elvis, and it, he'd have never had that heart attack. I just remember you saying you have to plan your afternoon around. You have to. You have to keep about ten hours free. Ten hours because ah, of, oh, well, man. well, look, you've got trouble on your hands. <laughs> oh, yeah. So no. you drink it, and you're like, and it can hit you in thirty minutes. It can hit you in three hours. But once it does its job. Uh, you can't trust a fart for 12 hours. How long uh, the stream goes for 12 hours? It doesn't necessarily go for 12 hours, but just to be safe, I would recommend a nice window of so time. So, weekend. Yeah, don't do it at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying the night before. No, you don't do it at night either. Yeah. Good God, were you a crazy person? You got to do it about noon on a Saturday. <laughs> there you go. You got nothing going on. You're a lot of Planning good, good sports of on. Yeah. You know, I got maybe a triple header. Let's check out a couple of radio videos. You're going to want to watch the TV here. These usually get pretty good. First one's a little bull wrangling. Okay. It's uh, multiple guys. They whoa. They team up to try to tackle. Looks like uh, young Brahma bulls. Okay. The ones with the. This is kind of a small pen, too. Yeah. An it'll, awful lot of people. It'll reset here in a second. There's a lot yeah. of men inside there. Oh, this is not going to go. go well. All right. They're wrangling. The, va- the one dude just gets pants. Oh, his pants are off. <laughs> is that <laughs> it? Is he wearing? Yeah, that's lucky. <laughs> okay. So this, didn't, this wasn't as violent as it was, just pornographic. Yeah. Sexy. And he just walked away like, that, I think I've been raped by a bull. All right. They wrestle that other one. And why? To the what ground? sport is this? This is just they did. bull wrangling. <laughs> but they have them in a pen. They've already been wrangled. <laughs> I mean, well, it's you have not to like... tackle. You have to take them down for what get purpose? Two points. Oh, yo, so there is just a to rub up against them. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it seems like the job's done already. <laughs> and then they just unleash a bunch of Spanish guys on three the bulls. One is getting the better of them. And it feels fun to just rub up against. <laughs> I guess <laughs> this one got my pants down. <laughs> <laughs> Next one's a close call with a garbage truck. This guy's oh. against the wall here. Notice how he didn't say near miss? Yeah, I know. No! Is he delivering the mail? <laughs> why did that truck why did that truck pop a wheelie for no reason? Oh, oh it catches the oh, tree. It hits oh, the it tree. tree. Oh, the tree branch pulls it up. He is he's a mailman in the worst country in the world. He was there for an audition to be a construction worker and for the a door open. commercial. <laughs> he's standing out front waiting for his going over his line. It wow. does look like true? it just Yeah, it just pops a wheel and attacks that man. Ouch. Good lord. Oh, makes you not want to do anything. All right, and this guy's just This guy uh, is dealing with the icy sidewalks. No, here. he's just getting fallen down. He's in flip-flops on the icy Face oh, right into the curb. Oh. Regretting the flip-flops on the icy stairs. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> All that ice and Philly. Oh, man. Oh, man. Next, next one's a guy that's hunting and finds himself being stalked by a mountain lion. Oh, he's got his hands And he's on got it. his, uh, it's a Glock. And he has to fire a couple of rounds. Get back. So back up. Into the mountain lion. He doesn't hit the mountain lion. The mountain lion is not happy with him. He doesn't know about guns. He's getting close. Mountain lion knows tactical black. Yeah, he does. Well, if he did, he would be. He's he trying to de-escalate. De-escalating, yeah. yeah. Ooh, he one shot was like, hey, you missed. Oh, he put one right on his tail, though. All right. Look at it. That lion is like, come oh, on. No. I've seen worse. Yeah, that'll be and he's still coming. 
the fall-up videos for the lion finishing the carcass. Yeah, the guy's that's eating it. the body. He ran out around. That was it. Yeah. That's a, that's a typical Brady video. Yeah. Of Success. wildlife. Brady's PG-13. You, yeah, my friend. climatic. Go ahead, Chief Dark Cloud. Yeah, you, are, oh, you, yeah. are, you are the Jack Horner yeah, of Brady's videos. All right, here we go. Uh, this one, This one's easy because I, I always like videos where, like, Somebody's abusing an animal, and the animal gets them back. Yeah. So I, I like these kind. Oh, what's what's the animal? It's a horse. The guy's being mean to the horse. Oh, he kicked him. Oh, yeah. 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 He kicked the horse in the gut, and the gu- uh, horse kicked right Get back. him, Snickers. He kicked me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, I hope his heart stopped. Does he stay down? Oh, you prick. That was great. Oh, that was awesome. And it was so immediate. A, oh, counter, yeah. a counter kick from the horse was... And the next oh. two videos are bowling. Okay. On the freeway. No, free- oh, oh, here we go. Icy freeway. And here comes the slider. No, 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 oh, no, no, oh no, he's no, going to no, go no, in the gutter. No, he's... No, 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 no. Oh! Picked up the spare. Whoa! Picked up the spare. Yeah, he did. the darkest man alive. That's not me. They're sending him to me. Holy. Wow. This car loses control. Black ice. Four. Bounces off the center rail. Comes into the side. One, two, three, four. Oh, yeah. That's a strike. That's a strike. Yeah. Yeah. Put that down as an X. Add 10 people to the next ball. Dead in the the middle of the roadway. No, he's alive. He's moving. And finally, we Uh got some some train station bowling. Oh, no. Another split and a half. This guy just walking on the train platform waiting for the train. Here comes the train. No, 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 to jump on the train. Oh, unbelievable. And then he erupts. Yeah. Oh, oh good. Yeah. And we'll finish with that one. Brett, <laughs> you are Satan. It's not me. They're being sent to me. Because when you're watching this happen and all of us it are is going, you. Oh, you sift through. I'm looking yeah. over here. I'm I know Craig. Part. Everybody's like, ooh. And he's going. <laughs> yeah. That's because I've already had that moment <laughs> earlier when I was previewing him. Brett's right? the guy at the social gathering. You're like, hey, did you see this video? He's like, yeah. You like videos? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like, oh, that was cute. Let me show yeah. you something. Come here. Pussy. Brett's Come got here. a beaded curtain in his house like the <laughs> old video stores. <laughs> Come back here. I'll show you the good ones. Bring your wife over here. I want her to see this. There's darkness in the world. There's a lot of it, lady. That lives inside my phone. Well, thanks, Brad. That one was really bad. Excellent work. There you go. Those are your uh, videos and Brady Report stories for today. We're sorry and you're welcome. It's 98 KUPD. It's out of control now. 98 KUPD. Good Lord. Having Brett in the studio is difficult. You focused. You're a focused young man, Brett. Our special guest, uh, Craig Gass, is here. Is it the last day you're going to be with us? You're leaving uh, tonight or tomorrow? You're leaving tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning, I'm out. I'm uh, not going to the game. I'm not going to try to sneak into the Super Bowl. Nope. I, uh, I, I, I did sneak into the Super Bowl last time it was here. Or the Patriots one? Yep. The Seahawks one? Uh, when the Seahawks and Patriots are yeah. snuck Why in. Why did you Super sneak Bowl? into that? You know Seahawk people. You could have gotten right in. Um... Oh boy! I had uh, I had tickets, and I don't know if you remember this, but the last Super Bowl, 
there was a cluster with scalpers oh. that had oversold tickets to the game. And they didn't have tickets. Like you'd buy like a for ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars round trip to Phoenix. Yeah, tickets to the Super Bowl, hotel stay, and all that stuff. And it was done by these agencies that didn't have tickets. That and they got stuck in the, They always get the tickets. Yeah. the week of and they and they came up so short. You ended up in that mix. So I ended up in that mix because people are like, "We'll give you twenty grand a ticket." Holy cow! Yeah, and you sold them. Sold them. Genius. Yeah, that game's not that important. And I had credentials. And you sold those? No, I walked in and the credentials. Oh, you just had the credentials? So you didn't really no. sneak in. It was in credentials from the last Super Bowl. Oh, well, that isn't credentials, Craig. That's <laughs> that's like going to Party City with the the wristbands. It's smart, but. Yeah. All right. Well, those are old go. credentials. Let them in. By the way, uh, before uh, we move on to talk to Craig, uh, you know, about Craig, Fozzie Osborne is getting quite a treatment online. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, one one person says, uh, and this one I'm not going to go with, Jameson, although I do like your idea, says the concept for Fozzie Osborne as we develop the character uh, is that he's a bad joke, rubber chicken wielding vaudevillian Ozzy, who is the lead singer of a band called Black Space Sabbath, which I don't think, I think that's where it goes off the rails. I think that's good. But I think our funniest listener, Scott Haynes, has the best one. Fozzie Osborne stars in War Pigs in Space. I mean, that's it. Walker, walker, walker. It's time again for War Pigs in Space. I am Iron Man. Walker, walker. Those are my favorite kind of impressions is just yeah. to take a voice and just bastardize. Oh, ruin it. Weird impressions. Yeah. Like I met my one of my proudest impressions was developing a, a, a character after Al Pacino had twins uh, 20 years ago. <laughs> And at the time, Al Pacino was like 6,700 years old yeah. already. And he had twins. And I said, how funny would it be if one of the babies was a regular on the show? We could have conversation. And we would do this regular segment where Howard would go, man, you're, you're Al Pacino's baby. Yeah. What, what, uh, what do you like to do for fun? Uh, what do I like to do for fun? I like to pee. You like to pee? I love to pee. My mama, Beverly D'Angelo, whenever she changes my diapers, I give it a quick squirt right in the face. Hoo <laughs> And she loves it because she's a whore. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> like, that is horrible. Or if I, I, if like I can't do an impression, if, I, if it's like, I'll just say, well, it's not that. It's just like, yeah. like I can't do a Mark Wahlberg. I'll go, well, this is out of breath, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, that's the way to go. <sighs> Guys. Are you serious? <laughs> just make him breathe. <laughs> That's not a good Mark Wahlberg. Well, it's not Mark Wahlberg. It's, yeah. it's out of breath Mark He Wahlberg. just got done running up a flight of stairs. It makes perfect sense. Like, I, I can't do a Schwarzenegger, so it's, I just call it uh, Schwarzenegger with COVID. <laughs> with the puking. Try heaving Schwarzenegger. See, that's the fun thing is to make him go crazy. I told... Go ahead. I told a story on stage last night. Never told because I've been afraid... This is such a good story that should end up in a comedy special. Yeah. But it is so specific that there's no denying who it is that okay. says it. And I'm afraid of it getting back to that guy. So let's tell it now and we'll see if in fact so my it's buddy, dangerous. My buddy Dave Buckner, he's a musician. He just moved to Boise last year. Um, he used to play in uh, Papa Roach. He was a drummer in Papa oh, okay. Roach. And he says, uh, I, I go to visit him and hang out with him in, in Boise. And he says, hey, dude, would you mind... Being a third wheel with me and Stacy 
we're, we're going in this guy's house. We don't know anybody in this town. Would you go with us to this? Um, like the guy who's doing our pool, him and his wife invited us to some guy, some couple's house. And we, don't, we just feel weird. Like, right. do you mind? And I go, I don't care. I'll come along. He goes, okay. And just so you know, the guy who owns the house, he's a 40-year-old white rapper. Uh, so it's kind of okay. like a, just a little independent thing going on. And I go. I would love to meet this guy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we go to the house. Everyone's drinking except for me, Dave, and Stacy. We're sober. Right. So everybody's pounding alcohol. And it's, and, you know, it's kind of awkward, kind of get to know you kind of conversation. When the pool guy goes, uh, all right, so <clears throat> Travis here is actually a rapper. And I already know he's trying to force him into a situation, which... Um, no, this guy's not famous. Okay. This guy's not famous. Right. I, I know you're trying to figure I'm out. I'm trying to figure it out. Who is Travis? No, this right. guy isn't famous, but it's just such a specific story that I don't want to do it on stage because someday I feel like it's going to get back to him because sure. there's no denying. It's it- such a specific story. <laughs> the pool guy starts to push the issue, which I think you can relate to this. When you're in a social situation and someone goes, oh, man, you know what? My buddy John here, he's fun. Tell him, tell him the joke about oh, yeah. it. And there's certain situations where you go, no. It doesn't work. It do, it, this right. is Stop f- doing it here. Right. This is a funeral. I'm not doing impressions <laughs> for people at a funeral. Come on, do Tracy Morgan. Man, your grandma is dead. Your grandma is really dead. I'm going to teabag your grandma. That's crazy. Like, it doesn't fit in that situation. So as soon as this guy goes, oh, man, Travis is a, is a rapper, I look at him and I go, you don't have to do that. I mean, yeah. It's okay. You don't have to do that. And he goes, oh, man. He goes, no, man, this guy's a rapper. Man, he's good. He should. And my buddy Dave, Dave Buckner, the drummer, drummer. guy, he's so easygoing. He, he's, I've always referred to him as like having a Buddhist energy. He's always got a vape, and he's always like, what's up, dude? How you doing? So when the Travis is getting pushed into rapping, my buddy Dave goes, I'll do a drum beat for you. <laughs> he goes, yeah. No. And he goes, yeah, dude, I'm a professional drummer. And he's like, oh, man, we got the guy from Papa Roach, and he's going to play. And he goes, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And so the guy's like, all right. He feels the pressure. All right. <clears throat> all right. Uh, 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 my name is Tra-. And he starts doing this whole thing, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I don't want to. Right. But I think as... A creative person. I want this guy to know that I'm paying attention. So I listen to his rap, and I'm just, I'm going to ask him a question about something sure. that he says in the rap, so I could just let him know that I've been listening. He does an entire rap, and then everybody, oh, that was amazing! Everybody starts applauding, and I go, hey, I noticed in the middle of your rap, you did a, um, what did you say about? You rapped about you don't know my struggles, my struggles, my struggles. You don't know my struggles, and he goes, oh. Yeah. And his wife starts rubbing his back and she goes, Oh no. You don't have to talk about this, honey. He goes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh Yeah, I've been uh and she goes, You don't have to say do you don't, to, don't don't worry about it. And he goes, You know what? He grabs his whiskey. F it. He starts chugging the whiskey and I'm like, Uh oh, it's coming. It's coming. But I wasn't prepared for him to slam the glass yeah. down and go, I have gay thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what? And he goes, I have gay thoughts. Like, I have, um, I, I'm, I'm constantly uh, thinking of uh, gay sex. And they oh take over. They, like, oh. I can't stop, but I'm not gay. I'm not gay. It's, uh, it's OCD. Oh, and the whole right? room is totally quiet. And my buddy Buckner, smoking his vape, goes, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Which was the softest landing he could have hit. Oh he goes, yeah, man, I just, um, like, I have this obsessive uh, thought process where I'm always thinking a homosexual uh, As an act of yeah. sex. But I'm not, I'm not gay, though. It's OCD. And I went, yeah. oh, it's like... Um, it's like if you have like a chorus of a song just over yeah. and over in your head. It's he goes, an earworm. He goes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's OCD. It's a dick worm. <laughs> it's an ear it's dick. dick worm. <laughs> oh, dude, that became, for the next few months, yeah. every time we'd hang out, it's like, um, I got dicks on my brain. <laughs> I, can't I can't stop. focus, man. I can't focus, man. I got all these dicks on my brain, yeah. and I can't stop thinking it. And I have a friend up in Seattle named Shelly. Uh, Dave and I were in Hawaii with Dave, Stacy, and my friend Shelly. My friend Shelly has no sense of humor. She's right. a psychologist. She has a PhD. Okay. So she's, she's just straight out. She, she always says I'm uh, comically challenged. And I go, oh, my God. Do we ever tell you about the guy, the 40-year-old white rapper? And she goes, what? I go, oh, my God, this guy. And he says, uh, man. I, I got dicks in my brain. I can't stop <laughs> thinking about dicks, but uh, but I'm not gay. It's OCD. Um, it's just it's 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 a OCD. I'm, but I'm not I'm not gay. And we're all laughing and laughing. And Shelly just stared at us, and she goes, "That's not OCD." And we all started laughing again. I was like, "That's amazing. That is amazing." Why not just try gay? Yeah, get it out of your system, yeah, dude. That's. I can't stop thinking. Yeah. Of gay you should sex. go up and help him out. It's just yeah. <laughs> His wife won't let him. I can't stop thinking of you thinking of gay sex. Uh, I want to put it in my act. But how did someone come across the idea that oh, this is just a the OCD thing? Yeah. I just I just how about he shared it with his wife? Yeah, and she's there for him. She embraces it. She's rubbing his back. <laughs> rubbing his back. She's like the Ava Braun of yeah. his struggle. My struggle is mine comp, so it's the same thing. <laughs> she's like, I know you're having a horrible thing, and I shouldn't be here, but I'm here for you. I can't stop. There, how know. do you how do you ever tell your wife that though? I got to tell you something. I'm not gay. I still love you, but man, nonstop. Maybe just, she's suggested. Why don't you write write about it? <laughs> right. You should rap about that. Yeah, and then it turns that's into very, a rap. That's very street. And does it start out with? Um, I need to tell you something. Remember when we were hanging out with your brother? <laughs> All I could think about was just him slapping me across the face. And it just was over and over and over. Like a, my new like, release. It's like a TikTok. Dicks on my brain. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about uh, your brother. Remember when we went by that Krispy Kreme? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there was this whole moment there where I wasn't even thinking about donuts. Just all that white. Or was it... She caught him watching gay porn. He's like, it's OCD. <laughs> he has to cover. <laughs> it's OCD. It is obsessive compulsive disorder. He's obsessing con- over something. Yeah. He's, yes. Yeah. He's so he's got that. obsessing. But he's gay and he's also repressing. It's repressive compulsive disorder. I love that. That's great. Is he, uh, and have you listened to any of his music since? You check no, iTunes I, for him? I don't, I mean, that's his story. Yeah. And if you told that on stage and he was. He I'm got a f- wind of it. Maybe I'm the OCD f- part of it is he constantly washes his dong just <laughs> over and yeah. over. Well, the, yeah, and he won't open doors with it. <laughs> There's only one person in Boise, Idaho, who's a 40-year-old white rapper who's got dicks all over his brain. I'm afraid to tell it because I just I. It's such a great story. Oh, it's but good. that guy knows it's all about him. Yeah. But you know what? If you share that story with people, you deserve to be outed, sort of in your own way. Yeah, well, that we changed the party it's altogether. Too good a story. <laughs> it's funny you say that. We all analyze that for the whole next day, 
and we all agreed that um, he regretted it. Saying it? Oh, the, the way he pounded the whiskey? Oh, yeah. You know what? It was a proclamation. Screw it. Yeah. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> I have gay thoughts. <laughs> I, I cannot lie. I have gay thoughts, man. And I've we- got gay thoughts and I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> when Brady walks in with an itty-bitty waist and the round thing in your face, you get sprung. <laughs> Come on, in the membrane. Yeah. Oh I have God. gay thoughts. <laughs> that is hilarious and sad and funny and like his girlfriend's going through worse stuff than him. Well, we analyzed. Roll over. Just no, do it. Just do it. Play no, for me. Number number one, analyzing. There's no question. This morning he's waking up hungover and like, oh man, gay the drummer Papa Roach was here, and I told him I can't <laughs> stop thinking about dicks. <laughs> But we or also- his wife had to remind him, honey. Do you remember last night? <laughs> what did I do? You told people again. Oh no, really? You gotta stop letting me drink whiskey. <laughs> do you think they bought it? Oh, they bought it. <laughs> you proved it. Shoot. Should I send a card or something? <laughs> and we all agreed that we were happy. We were like, we weren't going to judge him for it. Yeah, sure. We just like, well, good for him, man. He's like. Well, I guess. I guess we were. <laughs> I guess good for him. I guess. Maybe I am judging him. You're completely judging him. I'm doing 30 minutes right. on it tonight <laughs> and stir crazy. I appreciate Glendale. you guys for listening, Tilly. GetGas.com. Who wants a hot dog? <laughs> yeah. GetGas.com. You can go hear the rest of the story. This is the worst Paul Harvey episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> There's a man in North Dakota. Dick's on the brain. Uh, yeah. All the uh, NFL people going to be yeah, at my show in Glendale show. while I'm talking about dicks. And I, but uh, that doesn't mean you should go and bother them. No. Right. No. So I wouldn't even say that. Um, the guys who are coming are usually pretty cool about it. But yeah, every year when I'm at the Super Bowl, uh, my comedy shows, NFL yeah. guys come out. Steve Gleason came out uh, a couple years ago. Steve the Gleason. guy from New Orleans Saints? guy from New Orleans. He rolled out. He rolled out. Oh, wow. He's got ALS. The saddest story ever. And one of the funniest people I've ever met Is that right? in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, well, uh, he's friends with Mike McCready. I always see him at yeah. Pearl Jam shows. And um, I remember he, he talks through a computer. Hey, Craig, come over here and talk to my friends and make some jokes. Come over. And I'm like, yeah. hey, what's up, guys? And he goes, watch this. Craig, do impressions. I'm doing impressions <laughs> for his friend. And they go, man, how'd you learn how to do that, man? Are you like, uh, do you have to practice that a lot? I go, Nah, it's um, kind of a weird story. You know, my family's deaf. And Steve Gleason on his computer said, I'll bet that's why Craig became so good at impressions, because his family is deaf. And I said, that's true. Steve is right. Actually, because my family's deaf, I couldn't learn how to talk for my family. So I watched TV and I copied all the voices I heard on TV. That's how I learned how to do impressions. And Steve goes, my kids will probably end up sounding like robots. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, they have gay thoughts. <laughs> I have dicks on my computer. Nonstop thought of dick rolling around in my head. <laughs> dicks, dicks. My search engine is full of dicks. His eyes, his eyes just constantly spell out dick, dicks. What's going on, Steve? Never mind. Just mind your own business. It's dicks. OCD. Dicks on my eyes. Dicks on my face. Black dicks. <laughs> Brown Very specific dicks. dicks. Dicks of color. Dicks. Dick Popery. The rainbow of dicks is floating through my brain. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's just, uh, turn him down. Turn him down a little bit. Uh, a couple, 
was it three or four years ago? Uh, Super Bowl was in Houston, and uh, uh, he, Gleason comes out to the to the comedy show, and he goes, "Hey, Craig, great show tonight." And I was like, "Oh, thank you. Is it okay to hug you? Can I give you a hug and tell you I love you?" And he goes. I love hugs, and I went to hug him, and, he, and then as I'm hugging him, not as much as I love BJ's. <laughs> Dude, Steve Gleason is when he's hilarious. in the crowd, and like you, you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or does he just keep it to himself during the during it's, the show? It's all in his eyes. It's oh, all, okay. you can see it in his eyes, yeah, and he uh, lights up. Yeah, he lights up, and I yeah, I love that guy. But yeah, a lot of yeah. uh, football guys. He's not going to be there tonight. No. Okay. God, I wish Michael Irvin would come out to my show. No, he's not allowed in Arizona he, anymore. He was staying right next door he's to gone. the comedy club. They sent him home. He's out. He, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, all right. So and nothing. We've heard nothing else about no, it. No, he's just, everybody's got to figure out what's going on, and they're just going to keep it down until Monday, I'm guessing. After the Super Bowl, the, the real news will come out. But right now, it's just Michael Irvin said and did something to someone that they complained, and then everybody overreacted or reacted. I don't know yet. So we'll find out. Your audience has been wonderful. Thank you. Uh, oh, thank you for on behalf of the audience. Yeah. Last <laughs> night, a girl came up to me and said, "Hi, Craig, pretty girl." Mm-hmm. And I go, "Hey, you don't remember me?" And she looked really familiar. And I said, "I know that I know you. Where do I know you from?" And she said, "37 years ago, we had a child together." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> shut up! Shut up!" No, nobody, uh, nobody came with photos or pretending to be the kid to get in for free. Uh, no, but damn it. People, there's a guy on my Instagram right now that is commenting all over the Sam Kinison video that I yeah. posted yesterday, and he's like, I'm your kid. Give me two tickets tonight. <laughs> Get me into stir crazy. It could work. If you want to do it, you can be his long-lost child and go to the show tonight uh, out in Glendale. I uh, have all the Chiefs, the the Eagles, the oh, Eagles turn. All the Chiefs and wise <laughs> men from the tribe will be at the show. Gilbert Gottfried Ortega. I have uh, all the interviews with the Chiefs, Eagles, Eagles fans, Chiefs fans. Yeah. Uh, the videos, I just put them out <laughs> on Instagram and on Facebook and everything that I got this week from uh, Mahomes. Now, and, what do you have? Uh, Does Craig have it ready or uh, Brett have it ready, your uh, stuff? No, uh, I wasn't talking. Yeah, you didn't Instagram tell or Brett Facebook. to fix it up. Uh, either one. Right. Uh, you but, have a video from the thing. Let, let me take a break and then we'll come back with Craig's. Finally, Craig has something. From this entire week of doing stuff. <laughs> Comedy show for football fans by football fans tonight. That's right. Out at Stir Crazy in Glendale. Tease the video. It's, um, I hate Eagles fans. So okay, that's, brilliant. That's what that's it fine. is. Just I hate Eagles fans. Eagles fans are the worst Horrible. human beings on the planet. Yep. And Andy Reid says himself in the video, when I ask him, what do you remember about Eagles fans? He goes, I remember there was a jail downstairs. Yeah, there that's, had to be. That's what he says. It was a necessity. First words out of his mouth were, I remember there was a jail downstairs. And they had an actual court yeah. that would go in session every Sunday to handle all the criminals. It's a Philly thing. It, it is. You there, they just do it. That yeah. was the- you adjudicate to the criminal right there on the spot because they're going to come back. So, And it's it? odd to listen to Philadelphia Eagle players try to defend it. Like, yeah. oh man, they uh, just it's real passionate. passionate. <laughs> they're real passionate, you know. <laughs> there was one guy on the NFL Network who tried to tell Michael Irvin, he goes, no, nah, you know, it's just... If they, you know, when you're a kid and you start playing like uh, little league football, you, you wish you think to yourself, "We're the fans," you know. And then you want people who are passionate. You want people who are throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. <laughs> right? He actually, wow. said that you want fans who are throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. 
Yeah, oh, that's what you want. That's not an embarrassment to the city. No. That they threw snowballs and booed Santa Claus off the field. Threw batteries at players who were Batteries. Hurt. Yeah. It's, and then uh, when you win, you're eating horse poop. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Like, <laughs> I, the video really. the horse crap. All right, we'll do Craig's video when he finally interviewed some Philly fans, I think. Uh, he's teased it well. And some <laughs> players and coaches and things. And players and coaches. And your, uh, your video will run next. Finally, Craig Gass, after four days of trying, has some content. <laughs> Man. We thank you, Craig. Although that story about dicks on the brain is pretty much that's that's the winner. I count dicks on my brain. <laughs> penises, penises. I, I have to tell. Well, I'll tell you off the air the story about that. Anyway, we'll get to that. About uh, penises? In, in, no, 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 no. About that guy in the wheelchair. What's on his brain? Yeah, what's on my brain right now? After you did that, <laughs> you tease. Craig Gass is here uh, tonight. Uh, he's over there at uh, Funny Bone in Glendale. Stir crazy or stir crazy? I'm sorry, Funny Bone was in another first, city. First show's <laughs> almost sold out. Yeah. Uh, second show, there's still tickets left uh, for 9:30. Getgas.com. You can go to the Stir Crazy website. I don't know what the website is. But Easy peasy. Go to getgas.com. Two S's. That's how you do it. Craig's video is coming up next. It's out of control now. Uh, remember Monday, Craig Guess, uh, when we had our What Would Brady Do? And that guy Wes emailed in and said he was no longer able, for whatever reason, it wasn't erectile dysfunction, to please his wife. Oh, yeah. And I believe she said that uh, he was like, do I let her go get that part of her life? I, I Sex frustrates me. The idea of being, you know, oral and whatever frustrate me. It's a heartbreaking story. I was just thinking about it yesterday, that this yeah. guy puts himself in a vulnerable spot to say, yeah. What should I do? I can't. And we had about twenty minutes life. of hilarity about it. <laughs> but how we're all gonna gang yeah. bang. We're your gonna wife. gang bang your wife. We're, we, there were cream pies involved. It was uh, just everything was happening to your wife right there on Monday. He emailed back because we were like, "How come you won't do oral or like what's?" He said he wasn't in a wheelchair. When we were like wheeling him around. Uh, no, he, he said he said oral is frustrating. It's frustrating because he knows that's as far as it can go. Well, we didn't know. He didn't right. say that. I thought she yeah, Well, that's like what it. we assumed. We right? analyzed. Yeah. We analyzed. No, she, uh, yeah. I think she would be fine with it, but she needs more. Yeah. Like, she needs the whole package of, you know, the physical. And he can't provide that. And we were asking, I wonder what, what is going on. Because he said it wasn't erectile dysfunction, but he can't, He had his pelvis smashed. He emailed me back. He goes, just, he said, and he's a good sport. He's like, look, I knew I was running into this wall. I meant to read this to you yesterday. I can't find it now. But he's, I, I know, uh, I knew when I did this, there was going to be jokes. And he said, but I was serious. And he said, I got some good advice out of it. But uh, he had his pelvis smashed at a work accident. Oh. It just crushed him from uh, outside in. And Brett has a video. Let's yeah. roll it. <laughs> <laughs> and we have probably actually watched it yeah, we did. a couple of times. <laughs> oh, man, that guy's never going to beg his wife again. I love it. <laughs> so he has uh, debilitating motion issues with his lower body. He can walk and stuff, but it ain't pretty. And he certainly like like riding him is uh, it's just off limits. It's just not a thing that's comfortable or good. So I just want to do the recap for Wes, so you know that uh, while we were making fun of him, you know, he sat there with half a hip, just uh, you know, going, "Oh, he's good, he's good." I think it resonates with any guy who it's just a nightmare situation to think of that you can't do anything. Well, to I believe help. Brett's advice of hang yourself is probably <laughs> yeah. the worst. Yeah, no. yeah, I mean, Brett's pretty cut and dry. When it comes to it, I don't know what I'd do. I'd hang myself. That broad needs pleasure. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, yeah. So that was West just firing back, saying, "Hey guys, I just want to let you know." So I wanted you to hear that before you left, and knowing that that was the person we were making. He also said uh, he has gay thoughts, but he doesn't know what to do with them. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't quite know what to do with those. You know, what, sometimes you can't satisfy your woman because you just think gay thoughts. <laughs> Go you hang have, yourself. You that, One, two, three. Yeah. You have that OCD. You just. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Last night I had some really bad OCD, and I ended up with uh, anal tears. This OCD is killing me, man. Imagine his concert, the in-between, the songs, the stories oh. that he's telling. You know, I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot, you guys. <laughs> yeah. And right now, it's happening right now. I have to fight through it. I'm having gay thoughts about the front row. I'm having all sorts of gay thoughts. It's brutal. I want you. I want you. I want you. I've been picturing you all night. <laughs> Who's got a penis out there? Raise yeah. your hand tonight. <laughs> Cranks up. Yeah. <laughs> it dicks out for Harambe, huh? Let's do this. Anyway, it's uh, it's all right. And also, Craig how you is- guys feeling? Oh. <laughs> yeah, the struggle is real, everybody. That's, Keep it going. It's, it's I see a lot of dudes out there tonight. I've met a lot of guys who have the same thoughts. I know a lot of people out there struggle every day <sighs> with dicks. What? Uh, no, 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 no. I take back my. <sighs> <laughs> You guys, everybody's got some problems, right? Let me hear you. Yeah, like having dicks on the brain all what, night. Not, what? What? Who's with me? No. Oh, no. That's like, did I ever tell you the Paul Stanley rap that he just oh, couldn't take back? God. There was a rap that I, commu- I, I related back to people who worked for Kiss because I saw Kiss and Aerosmith in Las Vegas. Paul Stanley on stage, just spur the moment, goes, All right, people, now listen. (laughs) You know, I know this town, Las Vegas, is known for its buffets. (laughs) And I can tell you right now, I see a lot of people in the front row. I really want to eat. And he started fixing his hair. Ew. A few weeks later, (laughs) I go go see the same show, the same show at Madison Square Garden. I brought a bunch of comedians with me, Jim Norton, Jeff Ross, Steve Byrne. I bring them all backstage of the show. And anybody who works for Kiss that walks by, I go, hey, these are my comedian buddies. By the way, did you... uh were you listening in Vegas when uh, Paul Stanley said he was going to eat the front row? <laughs> and three different guys who work for Kiss said, did you hear what he said in Omaha? Oh, no. Then, no, what? You didn't hear what he said in Omaha? Yeah. On stage in Omaha? He said, uh, all right, people, now listen. <laughs> you know, I know this town, Omaha, Nebraska, is known for its Angus beef. And I can tell you right now, after this show... I'm going to want to sink my teeth into some meat. <laughs> oh. And the whole arena went. <laughs> and he got back Get on the him. mic and said, Get now, him. wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a thigh or a rump roast. And the crowd went, what? Yeah, okay, it's getting And the, Apparently, the guitar techs were behind the stage going, what the hell is he doing up there? Jesus, yeah. what is that? I like that Brett's idea. The entire crowd just went, get him. They turned him immediately. Well, they're in Omaha. Get him. I won't tolerate another word. Get that twink off stage. Get him. <laughs> Concert over. All right, now listen. Get him. She's got a dick. <laughs> you guys want to lick it up? Get him. Get him. Get him. <laughs> That would be awesome. Anyway, uh, all right, Craig was at uh, some Super Bowl thing. Did you find a, a section to yeah, play, or was it I all did. too red velvet heavy? Uh, I just realized that my buddy who edited this 
I ate a bunch of red velvet cupcakes. Look at you. You look, you look full of sugar. I am totally full of sugar right, <laughs> right there. There's your free hat, which I love. <laughs> that you're sporting the free hat. There's Craig. I paid for that. You used this, to get laid a lot in high school. Now, I... <laughs> <laughs> this package, it's a five-minute clip. We're just going to play one minute of it, okay. and this is just a... You diff- at the arena. Yeah, and I have to say, Eagles fans really are. Awful. Philadelphia fans, period. Everybody knows about the famous Bill Burr incident. Yes, where he had to him. yell at them. He had to yell at, the, at, yeah. at people in Philadelphia. They're they're famous for having uh, the Eagles fans booed Santa Claus off yeah. the field. Awful. They throw batteries at games. When they win, they're eating horse poop. Uh, did I tell you about the show I did with Artie um, at the Electric Factory where they booed me? No. I did a show, Electric Factory. We sold out 1,500 seats. Yeah. And they're there to see us. I walk out on stage. You guys ready for Craig S? Yeah. Please welcome Craig S. Oh, and I go, how you guys doing? Oh, and I go, man, I'm excited to be in Philly. Oh, I uh, So I'm from New York. Boo! And I never <laughs> recovered just from saying I'm from New York. They booed for five yeah. straight minutes. I just waited and waited. It didn't stop. Wow. I pulled the microphone up to my mouth and I said, did you guys want to hear some jokes? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then shut up. Boom. And a pretzel. A cream cheese pretzel <laughs> flew right by my head. Get him. So, it's cream cheese because I took a yeah, bite of yeah. it. I knew for sure. Yeah. So, that was cream cheese. That's no good. So, and this happened naturally. Yeah. This is uh, going back and forth between Eagles fans. Okay. And Chiefs fans. Okay, so this and is there's you. a clear difference. I don't need to narrate anything. There's a clear okay. difference. You can tell which is what by just listening. All right, here we go. Craig Dennis. These are the fans that scare everyone in the league. And they're right here in the wild. If we win, are we eating horse poop? No! Oh, I will. If the Chiefs win on Sunday, how crazy are you going to get? Oh, I rarely get real crazy, so I will probably have a Diet Coke and uh, order a pizza. But uh, you know. Did you say a Diet Coke? Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. Eagles win on Sunday. How are you celebrating? I'm going to probably, you know, try to find the... Nearest pole, climb that. Chiefs win on Sunday. How are you going to celebrate? Taking Monday off. Yeah, no work Monday. <laughs> Eagles win on Sunday. What are you going to do? You're <laughs> <laughs> horrible. What is the worst thing you've ever heard about Eagles fans? Uh, man, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything bad to say about the Eagles. Nothing. You, know, you never heard any bad stories about the Eagles. No. Not the Eagles. Eagles fans. No, no, the Eagles fans. No, no. You never heard about them booing Santa Claus? No. No. You never heard about them throwing batteries at games and stuff like that? No. no. Man. Oh, man. We've been in the dark. Did you guys have an internet connection? <laughs> yeah. The hat is yeah. off. And they didn't yeah. even, they don't care. They're, yeah. they're in the dark. It's called Kansas City. Yeah, we got uh, oh, Eagles players, Chiefs players. I had a great moment with Mahomes that the NFL snagged, and I have no credit for it. Oh. The NFL put it on all their social media when I asked Mahomes, would you play if you broke Every finger. And he said, yes. And I said, would you play if you broke all your toes? And he said, absolutely. I would still play. And I said, all right, here, here's the bottom line. What if somebody hurt your feelings? No. And he Maybe. said, yeah, uh, Travis Kelsey actually hurts my feelings every day. And the NFL put that on all their social no media. No credit to you. No credit to you. And I said, you're a better man than me because somebody hurts my feelings. I'm yeah. going home. And no money. <laughs> <laughs> but... 
what? I'm selling out stir crazy That's tonight. That's all right. And now you're promoting and yourself. All, you whore. All you of the whore. NFL's going to be there. Well, not all. I mean, there's going to be a few players. The entire NFL will be there. The entire NFL will be filling it. No, but everybody's coming out to stir crazy tonight. We're almost sold out of the first show. Second show's great. Hey, Craig, I didn't know the whole NFL was coming. I'll be there tonight. Yeah, yeah. Hello, yeah. Twitter world. It's OJ, Craig Gass's biggest fan. You got a few and, jokes, uh, Juice? Yeah, I got some jokes tonight. What did the woman say to the knife? <laughs> All right. I'll be back later on. <laughs> All right. Good one, I'm Jim. just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's new material, man. Yeah, you should take that one. That's good stuff. I, that's actually great material. Yeah, OJ will be opening the show. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> OJ will be opening the show. The couple uh, slice and dice jokes. We got to do our. Uh, you want to get in on this Super Bowl picks and our FanDuel picks? We got to do FanDuel picks on Thursday. Absolutely. And so you get in on this. So Craig will be on. You got to put it on your phone and you got to make the bet. Okay. Are you allowed to gamble? You go to Vegas. You're a gambler. You'll play. Yeah, I just can't do All right. cocaine. <laughs> All right, then we won't. Well, then we won't bet cocaine. We'll bet right. money. Right. Uh, it works. Uh, our FanDuel picks are coming up next. It's out of control now. All right, here we go. Uh, it is time now for our final football bet. Of the 2022-2023 season, Super Bowl 57, right there in Glendale, and it is uh, it is upon us. Toledo, you got yours ready to go? Craig's going to join us with his bet. Yep. We all loaded up and ready to go. Toledo walked in looking very serious. Oh, no, he's, this, is, this is a big deal. This is his retirement fund. He studies. This is, this is how he makes and his money. None of us are going to be retiring anytime soon with these bets. Yeah, Toledo's going to live to be 130. This is not a radio long. bit for him. This is, this is life. This yeah. is life. Yeah. Stop screwing around, yeah. Craig. Let's get to it. For six or seven <laughs> minutes a week, Toledo feels like he has a job. <laughs> All right. We put together a four-leg parlay on our FanDuel app. Craig put one together on mine, and he will never see the money if he wins because he's put together a ridiculous bet that I don't think has a chance. But if it hits... I have an explanation behind it, too. But. All right. Uh, well, let's start with Craig's bet. Craig, uh, you got four-leg parlay that is worth $18,909 oh. up for a $100 bet. Yep. So ten dollars, you win eighteen hundred and nine ninety bucks. Correct. What is your bet? Straight up for the Chiefs. Chiefs to win. Chiefs money line. Chiefs straight up. Patrick Mahomes to throw for over three hundred yards against the best defense in football. Yes. Okay. Uh, Travis Kelsey first touchdown of the game. That's huge. That's the big one. That's that's well. huge. <laughs> You'd no? think so. Oh, and one that I think I'm going to have in hand in. Uh, because uh, you lit a fire. I pissed this guy off on Monday. This is one NFL player that will not be at my show at Stir Crazy tonight. <laughs> and I was shocked at how mad he got at me. Chris Jones, who has a massive penis. Yeah, that's true. So big that on his 40-yard dash, you can Google it, when he would try it out for the NFL, his penis ripped out of his shorts. Yeah, doesn't like being confined in those little shorts and escaped. And as John pointed out earlier this week, it wasn't a waistband thing. No. His dick went it right out the middle. said, no more. <laughs> no more. I am free at last. I'm out of here. It was Django. I it just asked, came shooting out yeah. of there. <laughs> a couple years ago, I asked Chris about it. He was silly and fun. He, he had like a kid-like energy about him when I was asking him about it. This year, he did not have yeah. that same energy. And I tried to talk about his giant penis and started a question with, okay, if Patrick Mahomes breaks his leg on yeah. Sunday, and he goes, I'm done with you. <laughs> and he turned around and just looked at all the other reporters. And he didn't let me finish the 
question, which was, if right. he breaks his leg, will you let him borrow your third leg? Right. Ah, uh-uh, not no, funny. He no. wouldn't even. BDE left the building. So, so you think Chris I, Jones. I, I think Chris Jones himself is going to be so mad that I couldn't place a bet on Chris Jones's penis to score yeah. a touchdown. The tip of the ball will go over the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> Closest I could do, Chiefs. Defense are going to get a touchdown right. on Sunday. So you got Kansas wow. City Chiefs straight across. Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown first. First touchdown of the game. Patrick Mahomes over 300 yards against the best defense in football. KC scores a touchdown on defense. That is a plus 18,909 bet. And if anyone knows where I can place a bet on Chris Jones's penis. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> you have to go to the no. UK, I think, for that one. Okay. Yeah, it's FanDuel after dark, I think. Yeah. Right. <laughs> dark, web. <laughs> yeah, the dark, dark web. Dark web, FanDuel. Uh, Brady, what is yours? I've got a four-legger, uh, tw- Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. Kenneth Gainwell, anytime oh, touchdown. Oh, you like Kenneth Gainwell. Mm. Jalen Hurts, over 238 and a half yards passing. Mm. And Patrick Mahomes, under 294. I think Craig disapproves. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Give right. you a, mm. Mm. That's a plus 3,630. Under 294 is a very safe number. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And, and that's uh, $373. That's pretty good. All right. Wow. Brett, what do you got? All right, I got uh, Kelsey to score an anytime touchdown. Jalen Hurts to score an anytime touchdown. Uh, Chiefs on the money line, and Kelsey to get over seven and a half receptions. And that is a, That's a good one. plus 11.93. That's pretty good. Yeah. You went 100 and, yeah, yeah. $129. Bucks, yeah. Yeah. Right. And before we go to Dick, I just have to point out once again, <laughs> Dick walked in with the energy of a yeah. guy who just spent the last 10 yeah. minutes with a calculator and some pie <laughs> charts. Yeah. Yeah. He is dead serious right now. I've never seen him. Way way playing. Yeah. Dick looks a little like Colonel Tom Parker. After yeah. Elvis died, he's got to get his money back. He's just wandering around the casinos. <laughs> My investment just yeah. died. When Dick walked in and John said, are you ready? Dick was oh, yeah. just shy of, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, know it, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's hear it, Toledo. What do you got? All right, it's a plus 2487 bet. Eagles on the money line. Devontae Smith, anytime touchdown. Under 45.5 total points for the game. Oh. Jalen Hurts, over 49.5 yards rushing. You're putting under, you're going the under. I'm going the under wow. because of the defense. Well, defense on Philly. Ah, oh, man, oh, man. Philly's been putting 45 30, and a half points. 30 plus per game in the playoffs. Ooh. All right. But they haven't That's faced anybody that. San Francisco's defense is outstanding. Uh, offense. They haven't f- faced any offense. All right. Man, oh shit. So plus two, four, uh, eight, seven. All right. That's pretty good. All right. I got my. I'm going with your theory that you pissed off uh, that giant penis of Chris Jones. And I'm going to make that bet now, too. Kansas City's going to score a touchdown on defense. All right. I like that. Thank you. Uh, Miles Sanders will have 40 plus rushing yards. Uh, A.J. Brown will have 100 yards uh, receiving. Whoa. And Jalen Hurts will score a touchdown. Mine's plus sixty seven seventy eight. That's a good bet. That's a good bet. All of these are solid. I would put all these up on the board, and none of them will win because why? We the morning win. sickness never wins. Several minutes. <laughs> the morning mush. We are the morning mush. Whatever we've just done will not happen in this game. Mark it off your board. And it's weird because each one of us will lose by one. You just have to go through our picks and yep. figure out the one we goofed on. Kill it, and you'll get the other three. It's inevitable. Parlay is Latin for they miss by one. I do want to point out something that I noticed on Monday. Okay. Jalen Hurts was taking everything really seriously. Yeah. And I think that he's going to choke on Sunday. No kidding. I just He had the same energy that Cam Newton had when Cam Newton came out at Super really? Bowl 50. Just took things way too seriously. Trying and, to prove he belongs. Kind of like that. This is 
big and I know it. Overplay his hand. All yeah. of He'll his relax. All of moment. his answers to all the questions were just oddly serious. Like, yeah, I'm taking this very, and I just felt like this guy's overthinking. He's everything. trying to convince himself. I, yes, he's ready. Yep. Okay. I, I think like he's that. overthinking everything, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to choke on Sunday. Good insight. I, I, I don't. That wouldn't hurt me if that happened. I really don't care who wins yeah. the game, but I wouldn't. Uh, Philly, uh, sad Philly fans make me happy. So that's really all I'm shooting for at this. Can I just put something out there? Chris Jones, if you're listening. <laughs> He's not. If you aren't going to come to the show tonight, can we get your penis? Yeah, can your penis? Leave you two tickets for his penis, his penis at the door. And not him. <laughs> Three tickets. His well, penis right. and his two balls. <laughs> right, yeah. His guests. Yeah, come to stir crazy. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, you can go to FanDuel right now. They got the Gronk kick, too. The kick of destiny is on FanDuel. And uh, that's an interesting idea as well. And a no sweat. Same game parlay for everyone on FanDuel yeah. right now for the Super Bowl. So yeah. you bet a same game parlay, you'll get your, your bets back. Yeah. Uh, free bets back. It's pretty great. Uh, FanDuel's got you covered. They're the official online sportsbook of the NFL. And uh, we love being part of it, even though we are terrible at it on air. Off the air, doing okay. Yeah. On the air, these bets are just doomed from jump. So uh, thanks, FanDuel, for uh, you know making us the butt of your joke all year long. We'll keep um, it up. I'm heading out. Uh, Rihanna press conference is no, in 30 is minutes. Oh, yeah, you got to go. So I'm going to head out to the uh, – and were there any – I can't say what you said to me yesterday when I said, are there any questions you want oh, yeah. me to ask Rihanna? Why not? <laughs> uh, well, well, I just said uh, – it would be great if Craig said, what do you think of Dana White being here? <laughs> because she was <laughs> punched. Uh, yeah, right. she was hit too. Bad. Hey, look, if anybody's going to have a great comment on that, it's her. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But guess who's never going to the Super Bowl again? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's why I'm not going to ask it. I gave it to you. You asked me, do I have any questions? Yes, I do. Will you use them? Probably yeah. not. You didn't say that I can ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that I can use. Yeah. Tackled by Rihanna's security. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of a good story. That'd for be you. a funny call, though, later on today. Like, <laughs> you got me in trouble, dude. <laughs> yeah. And well, I did not and, get you in trouble. And I sold my show out. <laughs> yeah. And it's complete. See, that's money. <laughs> That's money. You wouldn't get any money off the TMZ video. No, that would exactly. You go, you go viral for the wrong reasons. You Craig know who Gass. makes money on that? Yeah, TMZ. That's exactly it. Uh, Craig's over there tonight at uh, Yuck Yucks. What's it called again? <laughs> Stir crazy. Stir crazy. I'm sorry. Stir crazy. Um, get your tickets at getgas.com. And thanks for uh, popping in. Two on It's all the football fans are out there. Yeah. It's right there next to the stadium. And it's, it's just going to be a blast. Yeah. Do not bother the players. Yes, leave the players alone. Craig, thank you, as always, for popping by this oh, week. Oh, getgas.com. Get we gas with did two that. Just be cordial and human right now. I'm saying goodbye to you. <laughs> thank you for being here this week, I said. Brady sent me the nicest text. Did he? When Uh-oh. my mom passed away. Oh. <laughs> did he? I did not. You did not. <laughs> so you sent you one text in, what, two years that your mom's been gone? You know, I had one I bit on. A <laughs> My red... mom just passed away a few months ago. Yeah. I remember I told him, remember yes, we sat in here and I, I told know. you what I sent I him and we were all kind of like, I don't know if that's yeah. a thing. I'm like, I'm a little sweaty on it myself. But. John's text offended Corey Taylor. Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I'd have known that because I hung out with Corey Taylor, not to drop names all over the place, but uh, we hung out after that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, did Craig tell you what I said? Uh, even better is right before we went on the air, Craig's like, uh, my birthday's next week. I'm like, yeah, you're Valentine's Day. He goes, no, mine's the day after Valentine's, and my mom's is the day before. And I, I was just about to not anymore, <laughs> but I couldn't. <laughs> it's so funny. It was in the now air. I, I was waiting. <laughs> it was just, it was waiting to barf out of me. I was waiting for John to say something. Anymore. Yeah, I, I, I ate it. Best jokes I've ever heard. Yeah, funerals for comics. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. Did I tell you the one that uh, Jeff Ross said at Brody's memorial? Uh, you did, and it's fantastic. End with that. Brody Stevens is a guy who I started out with 
27, 28 years ago, he hung himself. And there was an outpouring of love at the comedy store. Uh, all the comedians came out. The whole cast of Hangover is there. Uh, some of the Ellie Dodgers are there. It's just, it was an amazing turnout. And Zach Galifianakis starts out this memorial by saying a perfect eulogy. Sweet, touching, funny. And before they got to any other comedians, they brought a collection of Brody's childhood friends who were on stage for an hour. They were trying to be funny because it's the comedy store. They were making jokes, and the jokes were like, ugh. Some of them were funny. Right. And the ones that were funny stayed on a little too long. And the last guy in that big collection of friends said something so sweet at the end of his eulogy that the whole crowd started crying. Right. The whole room is bawling when they say, next up, Jeff Ross. And Jeff rocked out and said, man, um, after listening to Brody's friends and family for the last hour, I... I kind of get why he hung himself. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Biggest laugh I've ever heard in my life. And everyone agreed if Brody was here, he would have loved it. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, Well, if th- Brody was here, he would have loved this show today, too, as well. <laughs> I think. Thanks, Brody. We'll miss you. And if my mom was here? And if your mom was here, she wouldn't have heard a word of it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have to keep you going? Why, why do you set me up with these? You're the dick. Uh, Craig Gass, tonight uh, over there in the West Valley at uh, Stir Crazy. If you want to go see him tonight, two shows. There you go. Thank you again, Craig. It's Thank always you, buddy. Fun. It's a good week. Uh, it's 98K UPD Entertainment Drill coming up. It's out of control now. All right, there's some Godsmack for you, and that is Concert Psyching Rock. There's a lot going on here. Concert Psyching Rock for you from Godsmack that's going to happen May 6th, U-Fest. What a show that's going to be. We've got uh, a whole load of stuff going on out there, and it's always U-Fest is always packed full with other things, too. We'll have the, the video game room that I ended up missing half the concert for last time, hanging out there. Worth it. It's, it's a blast. <laughs> I prevail, nothing more. Fozzie, Fozzie Osborne. The Warning, Gray Days, and the Black Moods all uh, there to help out Godsmack as we get U-Fest 2023 fired up and ready to go May 6th if you want those tickets. Well, then you go to 98kupd.com. Also, we just clear house here. Brett's going out today. Yes. 5 o'clock. You're going west. West side. And Canto and 75th Avenue. Brady's right. You're... Close enough to go over to Eric's family barbecue. You're in striking distance, <laughs> so you in my opinion. Tell everybody to uh, tell everybody to work out at EOS Fitness, and then roll over and grab yourself one of those uh, protein, those KC burnt protein. ends or the Philly cheesesteaks they're making with that. Uh, amazing. Uh, but 75th Avenue in Canto is where Brett's going to be today, and you can go out there and try to win a bunch of uh, tickets to Blink 182. They're going to be at the Footprint Center June 14th. You've got that plus a whole bunch of KUPD stuff, and chance to score one or three month memberships at EOS Fitness. That's today from five to seven. Out there on the west side. Then Sunday, we've got our thing at CB Live. Uh, the big uh, Adam Ray is doing a, a, just for fun, we were going to watch the football game together. And they're like, well, we just do a comedy show, too. Bye. So Adam Ray is going to do a, a comedy show. We're going to have uh, Gary Cannon, a special guest whose initials are FC. He's going to hmm. pop out there and help us out. Uh, his name's Frank. Uh, last name is C. Alien Do. If you want to look that up, uh, he's going to be out there and help us out. Uh, I'll be hosting this nonsense with Metallica tickets. We've got all sorts of things that's happening starting around 2 o'clock. If you want to go to cblive.com, you can grab tickets and get that. 
uh, right there. I think they're $9.80. You get the whole shebang. You get the uh, the deal to get in there, see the comedy thing before. It's going to be great. You can hang around the mall, beautiful day, and then uh, get get a good seat for the Super Bowl viewing party they've got there at CB Live. This is awesome. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Chiefs Eagles, just a couple days away. And then they all leave. Oh, thank God. Uh, and as we speak, the Waste Management Open is up and running. They've teed off. They're ready to go. It is uh, day one. First round. And uh, first round. They should be hitting the 16th hole right about now anyway. So I don't know if they start 10 and 1. I don't think so. I think they, um, all, I think they all go off on one. Maybe not on the first day. They might 10 They might one. split yeah, it. they might. But uh, it's pretty awesome if you want to go out and see that thing as well. Oh, my God. So much to do. Kevin Durant's coming to town. It's just a great time to be here. He's here already. No, he's not. Oh. He's, uh, he's in Atlanta with the team. Got Atlanta, they got the Pacers, and then they come home for a game against the Kings, and then the Clippers, then the All-Star break, and then he's back. Then he's, then he's number 35 in the jersey. And I, for one, am thrilled about that trade. What a day. Uh, and then, you know, you can uh, fight the crowds the right way if you go to Tactical Black. See how I did that? Ah, oh, nice React seg. Defense, it wasn't. At reactdefense.com, it was really hard for me Just to find a way help. into that. Like, I know, you, 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 you greased it up, and I still stuttered my way right in. Uh, if you want to go to reactdefense.com, they are, of course, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. Been doing it for a long time now and uh, loving every second of it. We've got, uh, we went had a conversation the other day because I had uh, uh, my, my shoulder. I'm always constantly worried post-injury that I'm going to injure it again. I don't want to go through anything stupid. So I have a little bit of a, a overuse in my bicep tendon strain right now. So I'm extra cautious because I've been through a lot with this shoulder surgery, and it's two years, and it's 100% great. But eh, you don't want to pull a muscle and start something that you didn't realize was bad. Uh, so I told Jay last time, I said, I got a little injury. I don't know if we should go. They found an entire workout that never once tapped into that. Like, the whole thing we did. Stayed away from you just, it? You can do so much without, like, your injury. And people always say, oh, I don't think I can do it. I've got a bad ankle. Nope. You know who doesn't care about your bad ankle? The guy trying to rob you or beat you up at the gas station. Guy doesn't care about your busted tendon. Uh, he doesn't care about your, your strain or your hamstring pull or anything else. You have to know that the uh, there are no rules in the world of bad guys. And uh, street training is what it is. Tactical Black is self-defense to the streets. It's not, uh, it's not sport fighting, which is very helpful and fun and great and useful in your life. But street fighting is a different beast because you can have a... Like, I had my arm in a sling for five weeks. I, what do you do? We learned to fight with my arm in a sling. It was the best workouts I've ever had, and they can work through whatever it is you've got going on. It's the crawl, walk, run of wherever you are, that's where you are. And that's what you have to learn how to be a better you through that. If you've got a bad foot, you've got a bad knee, you got whatever, they'll work around it and teach you ways that that won't be a problem. And it's amazing how quickly it went from, man, this tendon's not good, to us doing a workout that was amazing. Uh, ladies, you have your self-defense seminar coming up April 28th. They've got the CCW gun safety seminar coming up the 21st of April. Uh, you want to get involved in that. The ladies seminar is about to sell out very close. Few slots left. They're actually making a little more room. And then the gun safety one is just unbelievable. Uh, you, if you're a CCW, if you carry at all, you need this extra uh, brain power if you're going to have a gun strapped to your hip to know what to do. If, in fact, things go sideways and you either need it or someone tries to take it from you and they teach you both. That 21-foot rule will change your entire perspective on carrying a weapon. Ask Brett. Absolutely. The 21-foot rule he used to keep. They said, where do you normally keep your gun? You put it in your waistband behind you. That 21-foot rule, Brett not only got beat up, lost his gun every time. There's just stupid things people do that think they're being safe because you are. But it's of no benefit to you, and it's a great seminar. Check them all out, reactdefense.com. They are the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. Brady, entertain me.
Harrison Ford did an interview with Hollywood Reporter, shilling away for uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. But one of the questions they asked him on the side was, uh, what do you think you want on your tombstone? He says, there's a lot of space on a tombstone, but I don't want a ton of things on there. Don't get cocky. Was useful. Oh, I like that. I would have gone with one of his better lines. Yeah. Don't get cocky would be pretty but, awesome. Nice shot, kid. Don't get cocky. When you're talking about those funny lines, one thing that he said about the uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which is kind of good, I think. He says the original script had a lot of jokes in it. Took them all out. Uh, he says, I'd rather create behavior that is the joke of age rather than to just then talk about it. He's like, he just wants it to happen. Oh, I see. Oh, there were jokes about him being just old. Just a ton of jokes in there. and uh, All right. Well, I, I mean, how many times have you gone to a movie or you thinking, oh, man, they, they went for the humor side of it? Because the characters have their own. Even some of the Star Wars at the end. The, yeah. That's what, you get a little heavy on the jokes. That yeah. Marvel did it. Scripted joke. Well, Marvel Marvel been bad from Jump. I, I hate to break it to everybody, but you got fooled by the shiny objects. The stories are terrible. Outside of Guardians of the Galaxy, save for about three, most of it, it doesn't hold up. List of songs uh, you didn't realize are sexual until you got older or mm-hmm. you just didn't realize it. Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Huh. The part uh, is about... Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. A ziga? A ziga? That part? Yeah. Well, what? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Ziga, Brady's not about to get canceled. <laughs> it's an orgasm. It's like, ski, ski, ski. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like you were drowning. You're so street. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time you realize that. <laughs> yeah, it is. He's got grouchy. You're street knock. <laughs> The time you picked up on that dumbass. <laughs> you might know this one, Brett. Macarena. Uh, I've uh, heard this one. Yeah. Real, Isn't that about a sexually transmitted disease? It's about a lady getting it on with like a dozen different guys oh. while her boyfriend is serving in the military. Oh, it's about a whore. She's a Jody. Rihanna, no, our halftime entertainment. Yeah. Shut up and drive. Which was in a dis. I think it was in a Cars movie, the Disney Pixar. Was it? Yeah. It's about a it's DJ. It's about driving. It's just roadies. Interesting. Fantastic. Physical. Olivia Newton-John. Well, that's, oh, yeah, that's a given. The whole song is sexual. We did that for the Night of the Singing Dead, and I didn't realize while I was dry-humping you, the words I was saying were very, very dirty. There's still some people that don't know about Little Red Corvette by Prince. Yeah. Anything from Prince for the most part. Prince was pretty much a four-foot-nine-inch erection. The, uh, did you hear about the Mad Madden simulation? About this oh, year's what the hell is going on? Oh, Oh, Jimmy Fallon's there, Oh, no. Somebody's passed. Jesus. Oh, my God. It's the great suit guys. Hey. We've got Super Bowl week in the town. Super Bowl's here. Can't wait to see the chefs versus the Eggles. It's going to be the best. I'm such a huge football fan. Such a great... Such a great... I'm a sportsman, you know? It's like... I'm such a man's man. Oh, my God, Brady. It's so good to see you. <laughs> Brady, it's great to see you, too. How you doing, Jimmy? Doing great. Happy pizza day. Hey, Thanks. Dude, get mad at all the jokes for the bread. Pizza. <laughs> the password is pizza. Oh my god, pizza! Pizza's a password! You see Jimmy Fallon's pizza, pizza, pizza National Pizza Day, Jimmy Fallon's password's on. Later, that's my jam. Uh, and also, that's my jelly for all you foreign What's people. What's the difference? <laughs> well, there is a difference between jam and jelly. For instance, I can't jelly my. Down your throat. Oh, Jimmy! Oh, 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 Listen, hit the button for trunk. Okay. Then it's even funnier. That's a late night. Burt Bacharach's dead. 
What? That's right. Uh, Singer songwriter, amazing, classly popular Burt Backrack is dead. He's, we lost he's, him. He's not going to be on That's Your Jam anymore. Do you know the way to San Jose? Don't ask Bert. He has no answers. It's over. <laughs> Close to you, promises. Uh, when uh, raindrops keep falling on my head, he wrote that. He was in uh, Austin Powers. Remember? When, oh, yeah. Uh, Austin Powers said, ladies and gentlemen, Burt Backrack. There was Burt Backrack. It's amazing. Uh, he's dead. Of the age of 94. Wow. And I would say what that is, but he died of 94. Nobody lives... Glorious life. Uh, like, because they're 94, it's like an accent. He's Burt Backrack is dead. Well, at least Blake Shelton's still alive. Blake Shelton will be doing a complete tribute to Burt Backrack tonight on That's My Jam, then That's My Jelly, then The Tonight Show, and then also on Password. I see you're carrying a Borg. <laughs> Borg, yes. <laughs> My TikTok Borg. Oh, Coach Betty knows that I'm very cool with the Borgs. Because I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Brady's referencing the alcohol from the board thing. Okay, I get it. Let's go party, Jimmy. Excellent work, Brady. That was very funny. <laughs> Making fun of my alcoholism and TikTok at the same time. It hits all levels. It hits the older generation and then the new kids on the block, I guess. I don't know. I'm drunk. All right, great this job. way, Jimmy. Thanks. This okay. way. Burt Backrack. Say a little prayer for Burt Backrack. It's not going to work. He's dead. Wow. <laughs> Mac on. Legendary Burt Bacharach. Say a little before you. Madden Simulation has the Eagles winning the Super Bowl 31-17 to over the Chiefs. He's not the only one. Jalen Hurts will be named the MVP. 282 yards passing. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. I see that going the exact same way. That's actually, if I were to pick a score, I think it would be about 34-20, 30-17. 30, 30 I just think that Eagles defense wins championships. I know on Kevin Durant Day that's hard to hear as Mikel Bridges packs his bags, but <laughs> they're just a better defense. They're, they're one of the best defenses that's played in years. That front line was 74 sacks on the season. That's amazing. And I know that's amazing because I'm a Steelers fan, and we've led the league in sacks every year with around 60. 70-plus is an astronomical number for a front four that doesn't rely on blitzing. That's a really good team. Miles Teller, who do you think he's pulling for? Eagles or Chiefs? I'd say he's an Eagles fan. Correct. Paul Rudd? Chiefs. Yes. Kevin Hart? Eagles. Yep. Jason Sudeikis? Eagles. Chiefs. No kidding. Pink? I'm going to say Pink's a Chiefs fan. Eagles. No kidding. Wow. Wow. Will Smith? West Philadelphia, born and raised. Eagles, yeah. Brad Pitt? Uh, I'd say Eagles. Chiefs. No kidding. That seems so Midwestern for him. He's the just... Fawns. <laughs> Henry, Henry Winkler, Winkler is interested in football. That yeah, shocks yeah. me all. Uh, I'll say Chiefs. You got it. Yeah. Last right. little thing is uh, the Royal Birmingham Ballet. Oh, yeah, I know. He's going to roll out a new production in September. You don't have to tell me, Brady. I lived it. Well, now you can see the uh, their latest performance in September by using the music of Black Sabbath. It's a ballet. Not Blackface Sabbath with Fozzie They're Osborne. working on that. That's, That's later Fozzie on. Osborne. They're working on, on that. Vaudevillian comedian from the early 1900s, Fozzie Osborne. That's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Black Sabbath ballet might be pretty interesting. Yeah. You want to get a whole new group of people interested in that art. Throw some of the bombs out there that Sabbath puts together. Sweet Leaf and ballet? Imagine the sets. I think that might be really neat. Dancing through the stalks and stalks. I hate ballet. I hate dancing. I think dancing's stupid. 
Riverdance was the best thing I've ever seen, though. But I don't like the idea of it. It just like when I was at that thing the other night for Media Day for the. There's a dance floor. No one's on it. So everybody's like everybody who says, "Oh, dancing's great." It's not that great because nobody really runs to do it. What was it, the other one that I saw? Stomp or Stomp's pretty amazing. That, that was, was less cool. dancing and more just like an artistic kind yeah. of. Yeah, it was percussion. And Riverdance is just Riverdance was unbelievable. That one didn't look like dancing. No one can do it. That's all. That's why. But uh, ballet, when it's like I don't like it, but when I see it, like especially when pretty ballerinas, do, I don't like the guys do it. Although it is fairly amazing. Twinkie. Yeah. It's <laughs> too much penis. Like it's just if you're gonna have it heavy ball. Just have it out. It's you're not hiding anything. It's all veiny. Like in the in the tights you can see veins and lines. You gotta keep and, it covered though, because you know, jumping around depends on what's on the sets and stuff. You could snag something. Yeah, but it's just too much. But when the I I was down at the, the theater in Phoenix here and they were doing something for a Cinderella. And they showed a thing, and the one girl was just stunning. Like, her movement was beautiful. So you can appreciate it, but if the music was different, I think I could watch girls do stuff to Sweet Leaf. But then I'm just on Pornhub in my brain. I don't know. I've already taken it down a bad road. <laughs> Roll out Oz. Yeah, just Sweet Leaf in the back. A couple gummies. The girl starts dancing. Next thing you know, I'm looking at tattoos on a butt. Uh, I'm not, never mind. I don't want to go to the ballet. Uh, it's 10.05. Not refined enough. Uh, Larry's coming up. He is. Larry's a ballet guy. He did it for Big years. Time. That's how he kept so thin. <laughs> he's always on point. <laughs> no, he's walking around on his toes all the time. It's like, man, very impressive, Larry. Uh, but if you want to talk to Larry about ballet or rock or anything else, bagels, he's good at all of it. Bagels especially. His best he's bagels really I've ever had. Those. Best bagels I've ever had. That's not even a, no, that wasn't, a joke. That wasn't legit. Yeah. That wasn't some sort of a <laughs> shot. It's the best Certified. bagel I've ever eaten. Uh, Larry's coming up next. He's got uh, tickets to the big comedy show at CB Live this Sunday with Adam Ray. Yours truly, uh, even though uh, I'm just hosting the darn thing. Uh, the whole thing's going to be a blast. we got the football, uh, the Super Bowl viewing party and all that. Uh, if you want to get those, Larry's got those. He's got U-Fest. He's got Chili Peppers. He's going to be kind to you. All you have to do is be kind to him and hang out with Larry for a little bit. That's it. We're done. Tomorrow puts us in the books, and then this horrifyingly crazy week is just about over and we're getting through it together. Nice job, everybody. Uh, remember to be mean to the Philly people so they don't stay. That's my advice to you. Uh, other than that, Kansas City, welcome. You seem quite pleasant. We like you. See you at Paramore. We're done. Brady's oh, going to right. Paramore. Can't <laughs> wait for this one. Have a great night. Brady should be pretty grumpy in the morning. We'll see you tomorrow. So long, everybody. It's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.